<laughs> do you know what it's like to have the Alice in Wonderland Tea Party song stuck in your head? No, I don't. Because I do. <laughs> And welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman. And my God, do we have a show for you? They've done it. They've announced the Invincible movie. And joining me to talk all about it is Bill. Hello. And TJ. Hello. All right. So we're going to spend this entire episode talking all about this news. But first, I want to talk a little bit about um, two little pieces of news. Uh, one, the Megabox Invincible action figure was revealed. It was, in fact, the black and blue suit. Like we knew it would be. Yeah, we, we kind of predicted that. Uh, it looks awesome. I like it. Um, TJ, you, did you get yours in yet? I haven't gotten mine yet. What it a- shipped on Tuesday. We're recording on the Saturday, Saturday after. And first Megabox I got, it shipped. And then it came like the next day, and mm-hmm. it's still still not here. Eagerly waiting. Do Hopefully have, it'll be here Monday. So they have the black and blue version, but they also have the variant, just like with the you know the yellow and and blue costume. Um, that's all bloody and beaten up. Do you have a preference? Do you, do you hope you get one of them I, over the other? I don't. I have a bloody invincible, um, the yellow and black. So. At first, I was like, oh, I hope it's a bloody black and blue. But at the same time, because I already have a bloody, bloody one, I think it would be cool not to have one. Mm-hmm. So I'd be, I'm perfectly fine with either one that I get. This dri- it drives me crazy because I'm going to want both. And the fact that it's a Megabox exclusive, it's, mm-hmm. that's rough. But I don't know. It's cool. It looks really good. I like it a lot. I like how the card on the back of the figure is uh, Conquest. You know, actually, yeah. they changed the artwork for that. Hopefully you get one and you get the other and i get the other yeah definitely well kirkman was unboxing it and he said that it didn't he say it's like half and half yeah he said they're pretty much 50 50 yeah yeah so that's really cool uh also the uh we haven't talked about this even though i think they revealed it about a month ago the april uh um april fools yeah the april fools variant for invincible um what's that what issue is that going to be 130 Four, right? Third, five. 135. 135? I think it's is that actually going to get released? Or is it yeah, just like, oh, that wasn't cool. just a oh. joke cover. So there's a, uh, like their April Fool's cover is going to be, uh, it has Gwen Vincible on the cover. Um, which Spin is kind off of, of Spider Gwen. Yeah, like a mashup between Invincible and Spider Gwen. Um, random. But, yeah. It's totally like, random. Like it's one of those things where I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I like uh, variants. I think it's cool. I'm all for it. But it's just, it's really weird. We haven't talked about this on the show. No, I don't think I so. Cuz I remember I remember you saying it must have been off off uh off the air, but you said that it feels like something that someone would request at from Otley like at a con. Oh, really? I don't no, remember. No, it does I make sense. I don't think it. I said that, but I would say that mm-hmm. because that makes sense. <laughs> I know I didn't say it. Somebody said it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was on Facebook or something. I don't know. Mm. Um but yeah, it's I mean like it's not like Rick and Mark like mixed together like it's Marvel. Like it's just weird. It, it it it's completely out of left field, but that's cool because it's April Fools, I guess. So um, I'm cool with it. It'll be neat. It'd be nice to get one of those. Um, other than that, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we jump right in? The movie. Oh my Please god. Please God. Oh my god. They actually did it. So what was this? Was this on uh, Tuesday? Uh, yes. yes. Tuesday yeah. night. So, it was Tuesday. 
Oh no no, it was in the morning. Yeah, because you were bl- you blew <laughs> me up. So they uh, they've done it. Uh, I remember all throughout the day Tuesday, Skybound was like being really like you know weird about their tweeting. They were tweeting like retweeting some of the people that work at Skybound in the offices, and they're like talking about how oh everybody in the office is uh, in a good mood today, you know stuff like that, and like oh you know kind of. Like being real so you knew did you knew where something no, was I, up I, before I didn't expect it to be that I mean but you, but did it feel like something was no brewing? something was they were gonna announce something I didn't know what it was I didn't expect I did not expect this um, and so uh, yeah they dropped it uh, I was I I texted you guys right away I was in the chat for the kind of funny morning show I told Greg Miller about it right away I'm sure everybody's seen his reaction um, that was you. I, I was in the chat telling yeah. they didn't believe me at first. I know it was funny, um, but anyways, they uh, uh, the they they released the official announcement and it was through Hollywood Reporter. So Hollywood Reporter has the official announcement of this. I'm going to read a, a, a couple pieces of this. Um, so Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg to adapt Robert Kirkman comic Invincible for Universal. Uh, it starts by saying, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are teaming up with Robert Kirkman to bring the Walking Dead creator's comic book Invincible to the big screen for Universal Pictures. Rogen and Goldberg will write, direct, and produce the adaptation of the comic, which has been continually published since 2003. It goes on to say that Kirkman will also produce it, and um, they mentioned Skybound's first look deal. Now, Bill, our second ever episode of this podcast was recorded. I was going to check the date. It's Probably it, w- it was a year ago. Exactly a year ago. Yeah, ex- like, almost exactly a year ago. Because when I was listening to him, I was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" Because when you had mentioned it, mm-hmm. we were like, "Oh, we're halfway through it." It yeah. was a year in. Yeah, and uh, last episode, the last uh, episode we released was the new reader, and I mentioned to the girls that this is our first episode when we're a year old. We've officially been a year old, and so this is our second episode at a year old, and that was our second episode all about what an invincible movie would be like, and we talked about the Universal Picture deal. That was a two-year deal that was one year in, and we said, oh, yeah, so it would end around April of uh, 2017. We, I forgot all about it. I, did I didn't. Not, I didn't know. Yeah, but I didn't know that the deadline was coming up. You remembered that? No, I didn't remember the deadline was coming up, but yeah. I remember the two-year deal, and I was like, wait, what, what studio was that? Was it Universal? And then I listened to the podcast, and I was like, oh, yeah, no shit. Isn't that crazy? That's so nuts. they announced this with like, like two weeks or less left on that deal. Um, now, do you remember we talked about what a first look deal was? And I didn't think that the studio had, like, dibs on it. Like, they just had the ability to look at the first draft of, like, a script or something like yeah, that, see, right? Yeah, I remember I was talking about thinking that it uh, it allowed them to look at the script and approve it and say, no, Before we anybody want else did, it. and but then say, oh, we want it. Yeah, Abs- apparently this means they are getting the rights before the script is even made. They made a deal. Essentially, because the script, I mean, it's, well, I'm assuming Kirkman there's a wrote, script out there. Kirk, yeah. Kirkman wrote a ton of different scripts for this. Yeah, I'm assuming. Right, yeah. years. They had to have, because before they locked in the deal, the, the two-year deal mm-hmm. was that they got first look at whatever draft yeah. was done. So yeah, they, the article they doesn't. And, and the article says Rogan and Goldberg will write, direct, and produce. Right. I mean, so they've looked at Kirkman has not. Yes. A script the, yeah. is not it, writing it. Yeah, it has been, it is going to be rewritten. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just interesting though, and uh, I, I mean, did they wait? Because did they? What, basically, what I'm asking is, do you guys think that this was uh, our our deal is about to end? Let's hurry up and throw this together, or no? I think or did they just want to wait to announce it? 
I think they wanted over. to wait to announce it. Because yeah. obviously Kirkman's known that something's been up. Yep, he's teased um, it. Well, they, had the, they, well, they were in the two-year deal. They've been in the two-year deal. So they obviously Kirkman was like, well, we're still waiting on Universal. Mm-hmm. I do. I think that... Yeah, but like he said, like, oh, what was the question that the girl asked at the... Uh, or the guy asked at the one university that Kirkman was doing? He's like, you know, yeah, maybe one day we'll see it. Yeah, you know, in yeah. in other mediums, and, then, and again, maybe last, we've done that. Yeah. He says, you yeah. know, and or maybe year, maybe we're close. He said, mm-hmm. and then last year there was the whole, you know, uh, something is coming. Be patient. Stay tuned. Um, so, I, I think that they were waiting to the last minute because they wanted to see how well Kirkman would have fared or his properties would have fared within the next year like how yeah. well is is walking dead still going to be a good thing like how big is kirkman's so name is going to be like until the last how how good is is walking dead merchandise doing like all those skybound properties because it's a skybound deal yeah. that universal had yep. so i have a feeling does that I mean, mean that they needed to announce it, it though it says that the the project falls under skybound's first look deal like they yeah. skybound is still a part of this yeah so i mean they could like have, said, they could have co- greenlit it though i mean this month before before the due date, and then announced it at Comic Con. Definitely, they didn't have I, I to... mean, there yeah. there were. I mean, contractually wise, you have Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who who are busy actors, writers, mm-hmm. producers, directors mm-hmm. in the industry, we'll oh, and yeah. those schedules need to be like mash up. Mm-hmm. So they they lock. They're already locked in. Yeah. So this had to have been like I think at least six months ago. You think so? Like at least mm-hmm. before they announced. Well. Uh... We mentioned Kirkman kind of teasing this and talking about it. The uh, the article goes on to say that, you know, Kirkman said that for nearly a decade, I've had to endure the what about Invincible question as fans have watched The Walking Dead grow into the multimedia monstrosity it has become over the years. He goes on to say that the answer was, was always that they were waiting for the right team to partner with. That team has arrived. The esteemed, mi- the esteemed misters Goldberg and Rogan have proven themselves to be top-notch directors with a keen eye for stunning visuals after slamming it by writing hit after juggernaut hit. Um, Kirkman continues, uh, Invincible, surprising, edgy, shocking, and oftentimes blood-soaked story couldn't be in more capable hands. With the team of uh, Rogan, Goldberg, and Universal, I am very confident that this will be another superhero movie in a long line of superhero movies that continues to prove that it is a viable, thrilling genre that will keep people coming to the cinema for years to come. And then I really like this quote from uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. They say, no matter how much damage it causes our bodies, minds, and our most intimate relationships with those we love, we will not rest until Invincible is as great a movie as it deserves to be. Now, Jason sent us an email at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com, just like you guys can. He says, uh, hey guys, I can't believe that just over the summer I was writing to you guys about the idea of an Invincible movie, and now it's a reality. I still would rather have been an animated series because I can't imagine characters like Monster Girl or Oliver and Rudy and Rex being done correctly in the live action format, but I still think we have a good product here. I really hope because it is a movie that we don't get to miss out on too much of the filler. I feel like so much of what makes Invincible great is the stuff that happens between all the fights. I want to see characters like Titan, Mahler Twins, and even Tether Tyland. Online, there are already people calling for Seth Rogen to play Octoboss, which I think would be a great choice. Things will never be the same for our little fandom again. And you will all lead us into the next era. Keep up the great work, Jason. Now, guys, what one thing I want to talk about is what were your initial reactions like right away when you heard the news? It, I, it was disbelief for you me. You know, your initial reaction? Your, the initial reaction when I was reading your text message, it was, it was, oh my God, 
they've released, they've announced Invincible movie. Oh my god! Oh my! There were like a lot of spelling errors in your text <laughs> messages too. Like I could tell you were freaking out. Uh huh. And it was kind of like when you were at work, right? I was at work. Yeah, <laughs> I was at work, so it was very distracting. Oh my god! It was so uh, distracting. Surreal. Very surreal. It felt fake. Yes. Like, it yes, felt it fake. Did. I was like, wait, is today the fucking 1st of July? Or, or the 1st of April? Like, yeah. April 1st? Like, April Fool's? And I'm like, no, it's the 4th. So, I, I, I don't know. Like, I still almost didn't believe that it was real because Seth Rogen. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, it's a joke. It's a fucking joke. Like, it's got to be. They're going to announce something else mm-hmm. or something like that. But, I don't know. It's it's still surreal. Like, I almost we, didn't believe it. And now, and now I kind of believe it. Now. Yeah. Like, like, like you know 15 minutes ago when we were talking about what we we're going to talk about in this episode and then i was like okay then we'll do this this and then we'll talk about the movie and it's like it still makes me like you know smile a little bit and feel weird like it's still it feels fake like it feels like it's a joke it that we're fe- all kind it, of playing along well on. i'm sure we'll talk about it more but my initial reaction i almost i, I love that it's going to be a part of like the masses and people are going to see what we talk about why we created this fandom but it's not a best kept secret anymore it's not oh, a best yeah. kept secret anymore that but the thing sucks. but i i i don't know how it's going to fare as a movie yeah. you know and we'll that's that's yeah my yeah, concern we'll so. that. TJ, my, what was your initial reaction to the news if you go back to the episode where we did the reacts to uh um the, the yeah it being announced as that they're ending the comic it's pretty much exactly the same as that. I follow um, Skybound on. Uh, I follow everybody. Yeah. On in, on Twitter, Facebook, whenever they post something, it goes right to my phone. But I work overnights, so oh, yeah. I I was sleeping when it got announced. So when my phone was over and over and over, <laughs> I looked at my phone, and I always just scroll right to the top. Yeah. And at the very top of my, on, um, uh, you know, my lock Messages. screen is Skybound. And then the rest was you guys talking. So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, they've, they've already fucking canceled the comic book. It's got to be some kind of, um, you know, animated movie or mm-hmm. it's, it's moving into another media. Yeah. Now, TJ, you bring up animated. Now, everywhere online, you know, whether it be Reddit or what, and we've talked about this in the past, too. A lot of people saying, oh, this is great, but animated probably would have been better. Now, I've we're seen not gonna- that, and I know that you guys have talked about that before, and you guys agree that it should be animated, but this is the dream. Oh, no, I You get know what it. I mean? Now, like, this, is, this is the best thing that I could have hoped for. I, I agree that animated, I think that animated would work better to be more true to the actual comic. Probably, you're, but you're talking how- about a show. I'm talking about either an animated movie or an animated show. Why can't it be an animated movie? So, here's the question. Sausage Party. This doesn't say anywhere that it's animated. I have no doubt. I would not bet, but nowhere in this report does it say that it is live action. It's definitely live action. Yes, I agree. The official Invincible Twitter account, which there is one now, they... Uh, Invincible HQ. Yep. They're, they asked, like, oh, what's your dream casting? Like, the way they're talking, it is live action. I have no doubt that it's going to be live action. That being said... You know, there is a chance. But that being said, um, does that mean that we won't ever still see animated? I mean, this doesn't mean that we won't still get an animated show or an animated movie. Say We're this going does to get, really well. And then we are going to get everything. We're going to get well. everything. We're going to get a telltale. Oh Invincible. We're going to get animated. There's going to be oh. fucking... There's going to be... Um, onesie footy invincible pajamas at hot topic <laughs> you're gonna be able to, like it's going to be fucking everywhere me and bill went to the mall the yeah, other, yesterday yeah. and we walked into um 
like a geek store. It was um, I can't remember. It's called Geek something. Uh, Think and Geek. Think, Think Geek. geek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we walked in, and there was a little boy holding a Negan bat. Yeah, and it's like he was a just couple standing years there from the now, yeah. with the Negan bat over his shoulder, and I was like, a couple of years from now, we're gonna walk into Think Geek, and and he's gonna be wearing invincible goggles or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's going to be everywhere. Oh my God! But you know, we were fans before all of this happened, <laughs> and that was the biggest, the uh, a, a tough thing with Walking Dead is that before. It became big. We even said it's going to be a hot topic. Yep. It's going to be yep. everywhere. And and the most frustrating part is when, like, that that annoying person comes up to you that <laughs> thinks they know everything and was like, oh, did you even know that Invincible was a comic before before it was a movie, before right. it was it's gigantic? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, that drives me nuts. Yeah, we <laughs> fucking knew. Like, I fucking knew. <laughs> <laughs> so... Animated could still happen. Video games could still happen. We're gonna have to spend a whole another episode Will talking happen. video Will games. Happen. There's there's so much to talk about. You know how about there's like the Hellboy, the Hellboy movies that came out. So and then there's a Hellboy. I'm glad you mentioned that, Bill. Do you guys know what other superhero movies Universal has done? Is I looked it up. So they've done the first Hulk, the one with uh, Eric Bana. Not yeah. good. Not good. I'm not a big fan of that one. No. Um, they did the second one, The Incredible Hulk, the, Mar- the official Marvel one, which Better. was pretty good. Awesome. Better. I liked that a lot. Better. It was yeah. good. Um, they did Hellboy 2, because I think the first one was, um, oh, I forgot what it was. It was more independent. You know, it wasn't one of the big studios. Um, but so Universal did Hellboy 2, which, I mean, I remember I the effects like being awesome. It was, I don't that like, movie uh, did really well at yeah. the box office. It did really well. Uh, they did Megamind, the animated you know, um, Will Ferrell superhero movie, which Dream I thought works. was hilarious. I love that movie. It is really It funny. holds up really well. Watch it again. How yeah. many times have you seen it, TJ? I've seen it a couple of times because it's always on FX and I always try to watch it and it's so like good. It? It's okay. Yeah. I don't... Oh, yeah. no, the first time, it's, The, <laughs> way the first that you time I watched talks. it is I hated it and then the second... The more I watch it or the more I have watched it, I like it a little better but not yeah. much. And then they've done Kick-Ass 1 and 2. So, they did kick ass. Did we kick talked ass. about that on the first podcast. We're yeah. like, what other superhero movies have so, they done? So Universal doesn't... I mean, they have the rights to Hulk, which is why there's all this drama with whether or not he can get his own movie anymore and all that kind of stuff now that Marvel owns him. Um, otherwise, they don't have any superheroes in their wheelhouse. I mean, they don't do that kind of stuff. They've done some independent ones or you know other things like Kick-Ass and um, Megamind, and you know they've picked up the Hellboy sequel. Um, but otherwise, they probably want a piece of the pie. Well, when you I think, think that they're hoping to create a, a universe of its own, and the, obviously our hope, everybody's hope, is that we get a tech wolf, jacket, a Wolfman. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! Break off, even, you know, skybound like, deal, uh, sky spinoffs, and things really like. I want a Rex Blood spinoff. Make it happen. I haven't even really been thinking about like see, like spin-offs because this I've been was a so skybound deal dude. i've been so concerned with them getting this first movie right and then maybe having sequels i didn't even think about like tj there could be a uh, a rexplode animated you know, movie you know or a thing in the same universe like marvel's yeah. doing with netflix a netflix rexplode movie yeah like uh all right so when you think of when you think of sony what do you think of Spider-Man. Right, exactly. I don't think of, like, well, when you think of Universal, you think what do of, you think of? I don't. When exactly. you think of Fox, what do you think of? X-Men. Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, Universal doesn't really have one. Yeah. So, I think that that, um, that desire and a little bit of maybe desperation of Univ- mm-hmm. Universal's part um, can be a good thing. They're going to uh, put a lot of eggs I hope inside so. of this basket. Not to mention, they also have a theme park. Oh, my God. 
could you imagine an invincible right, that's ride or way down the line. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, now again, kind of staying on this topic of universal and like what other studios are doing. Um, Logan came out recently. Logan was a big deal because it kind of was spawned out of Deadpool being rated R and this whole rated R thing. Now last year, Bill, you and I talked about invincible being rated R and the whole, you know, Deadpool has just come out. It just broken records. And this, you know, an adult rated R superhero movie was proven to work and make money. And then since then, you know, Logan was deemed rated R and that came out and did awesome. Is this movie going to be rated R and should it be rated R? I have a lot to say on this topic. So (laughs) let me, let me get this out because I've seen a lot on Twitter, Facebook, the reactions of everybody saying, Greg Miller, it has to be rated R, it has to be rated R. I 100% disagree about the first movie. Don't hate me for my opinions, Yes. but why would Universal subject their viewing audience down to a rated R audience, a limited rated R audience, just so Omni-Man can kill the Guardians? That's it. I feel like... Spoilers. Nothing can... (laughs) If you haven't... if You should not be listening to this podcast if you didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, I don't don't think that that's even necessary. On top of that, this is kind of getting into the story, but I don't even think that we're going to even see Omni-Man kill the Guardians because I think it's going to be kind of a murder mystery thing, and I think that Omni-Man's reveal is going to be when Mark finds out. It's going to be at the end of the movie. Interesting. That's just my opinion. But even if I'm wrong, even if I'm wrong... Uh Why would we make it rated R and limit our audience down to just that? Wait, well, give, give me one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. I read Hunger Games before it came out. When I found out that they were making a movie, I said, first of all, how is it possible that, they're, that they were even greenlit for a movie where children kill other children? Yeah. Oh, and on top of that, it's PG-13? This movie's going to be fucking terrible. And it ended up being one of the best movie adaptations movie adaptations from book to movie that I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, with that being said, I don't think that good movies have necessarily have rules. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that this needs to be rated R. I think that the third movie probably should. I think that the second movie probably should. Mm-hmm. The first movie doesn't need to be. Okay, TJ. I 100% agree. I think that the first movie can be PG-13. Um, I think that the only negative side to that is introducing a PG-13 superhero movie that is going to be that is going to set eventually a become well, yeah, R. it's going to set a precedent. And be like, hey. PG-13 crowd, this is a movie that you can see. Then, say it makes a ton of money. Now the studio has to be like, or the writers have to be like, hey, studio, we want to up it to a rated R because the next movie is going to be disgusting. That We one, just talked I about Wolverine, though. On, that won't, but it's a direct sequel. I don't know if that would fly. And it also divides the movies up to feel completely different, and it's almost too jarring. It can be done in PG-13. I think that it would be fine in PG-13. I don't think it should or will be. Um, especially because of Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg's track record. They, they're not PG-13 kind of people. Um, you don't think it's going to be PG-13? I don't. I do. I really do think that it's going to be PG-13 and they're going to I'd announce be, it and, and again, people are going to be upset I'd, about it. I'd be fine if it was. I think it will be. And uh, it will be all right. Um, I think it'd be weird if it was PG-13, and um, you know, I just don't see it happening. Bill? Thoughts on that? On, I think yeah. that you're both right. I think that on what? Yeah, just on the radar. I think thing. that you're absolutely because when I was listening to our first movie podcast, which we did a year ago, by the way, if you haven't listened to episode two, listen to it because oh, it's pretty rough. Yeah, but. it's a little rough around the edges. I was drinking, but 
Um, TJ's right. I like thinking what happens in it that's rated R. Exactly. And even still, by these standards, PG thirteen, you could get away with that entire fight. PG thirteen, no problem. There's hardly any language, anything like that. Mm-hmm. But if Universal wants to make a franchise and they want to make a name for themselves and they want to say, hey, when you think of Universal, what do you think of? Oh, fucking Invincible. Oh, my God, Invincible. That rated R franchise. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like if they... I, I wouldn't want them to back themselves into a corner and and their shareholders and all the, their people mm-hmm. saying, no, you made a good PG-13 movie. You cannot make a rated R Invincible movie for Especially the sequel. Especially after what happened with one. Kick-Ass. I right. Mean, Kick-Ass was good, and we like mm-hmm. Kick-Ass. Um, but it didn't set the world on fire, and you don't think of Kick-Ass when you think of Universal. We it's, didn't. Not we only didn't. that, but I, I feel like that wasn't really promoted the way it should have been. The first movie blew up, and then the second one they took way too long to make it, and then the the story that they made was was ridiculous. They, I didn't they like even rom- see it yet. They, and it had you still haven't seen no. it. They like Kick-Ass and Hit Girl. They like romanticized it, um, uh, which never never should have happened. Big brother, little um, sister the, kind of thing. But they they made it. They made them like. Big, no, they didn't. In the second movie, no. That'd be weird. She's they like didn't. a little girl. They didn't. I <laughs> they swear didn't. that they did. No. He was. He was like. He had a crush on her and everything. Anyways, the biggest thing that they did was, I think, the biggest miss with Kickass was the fact that, um, Big Daddy's story was, I thought, what made the comic so good. Yeah. Um, him lying to his his daughter the whole time, and he was just a comic book fan. Yeah, the first one was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then in the movie, they just they actually Changed gave him. Oh, his wife died and everything. I, I didn't. That that brings up another good point. What the reason why Deadpool was such a successful movie was because the marketing was fucking insane. Perfect. It was Perfect. insane. They and it invested. Still is. They're continuing to they, do awesome. Marketing. You could make a movie just with the marketing alone. All the different commercials, <laughs> all the different like little one shots. Yeah. Do you remember when they announced Every that it was Radar? When it was Mario Lopez on Entertainment, like interviewing Ryan, Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and saying. Oh, it's PG thirteen, and then Deadpool comes and hits him with a fucking chair. And is like it's rated R, like that. No, I actually you, don't think I've seen that. What? I have. Have you, have you seen uh, uh, Deadpool on the playground with all the kids for Halloween dressed as X Men? Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. so, funny. so that's inv- Universal's have to has to go all in yeah. on this. They have yeah. to go all in. Yep. They have a Robert Kirkman property. He's mm-hmm. blowing up, but they got to make it good. They have to do the advertising just and the marketing, like. And I think that they I can do, make a successful I radar do not franchise. I envy Seth Rogen. I mean, part of me does, but I don't. <laughs> I don't at tough. all. How? It's be tough. I I don't know. We we have a podcast on the show because we love it or mm-hmm. about this movie mm-hmm. about this comic book. Oh my book. god! Yeah. What do we call it? Not a franchise because oh it's because it's god. so good and we love it so much. We know the intricacies of it. Not really, probably as much as some people do, but I, I mean, how big of fans are they? But we couldn't make a movie. Could you make a movie? We we don't know how the first one's gonna even go. The writing? I think I have I have an idea, and we'll get into that when we get into the story. I have ideas, and so do we'll, I. And we'll yeah, I've already we'll touched on it around, a little bit, but and we'll play with it. And yeah. as the the years go on, we're gonna come up with, um, uh, you know, come up with that. Now the what? Now we've talked about it being rated R. Real quick though, what would it be called? Invincible. It has to be called Invincible, right? I think it's going to be called either. Skybound's Invincible mm-hmm. or Robert Kirkman's Invincible. I think that's the only that I was thinking that I think that might be the only way they can get around just Invincible. Now, again, I posted this on Twitter. There's already been a movie called Invincible. It's that football movie with Mark Wahlberg from 2006. Then I found there's also a Tim Roth movie who played um, 
Abomination in The Incredible Hulk. That movie was called Invincible, and that came out in 2001. And then there was an even older movie called Invincible. Um, okay, so there are already can, movies called Invincible, so they can call it you Invincible. You can do it. I mean, 2006 isn't that long ago um, in order to call another movie that. But that one was, I think, technically, call, technically called Walt Disney's Invincible, um, which is just weird to say. Um, so I agree. It has to be called Invincible. But if it wasn't, TJ, the first thing I thought of was Robert Kirkman Presents Invincible or something like that. The next thing, and Bill, you might say this, Captain America, the first Avenger. Will it be called Invincible colon something? No. Or do you think if they make a sequel, it'll be Invincible 1, Invincible 2, Invincible 3? Like, what do you think? It's the, the first one is definitely not going to be called Invincible Part 1. I well, no, no, not Part 1, but that's what I mean. Do you think they're going to go numbered route, or would they go colon route? Bill. Can I, my hands raised? Yes. Okay. <laughs> think about the universal two-year first look deal. Mm-hmm. What was it for? It was for Skybound. Yeah, so they're gonna we, we call, talked about they're, that. They're going to make it a franchise. It's going to be called, TJ, you call they're it. Gonna, they're they're going to try gonna call and put Skybound on the map. It's going to be called Skybound's Invincible because it's going to be Skybound's Wolfman, Skybound's oh Tech Jacket, Skybound's idea. Guardians of the Globe. Like, they're, they're yeah, like, going to... Oh, I fucking hope they do this. Yeah. I hope they do that. That would be really cool. I this like is going, Not only that, but... So this... I think, I think that this is going to put Skybound on the map. And then that's More going so, to open no, the door for no. It's called Robert Kirkman's Walking Dead. No one knows that it's Skybound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no one knows. Yeah. Um, but it's going to open the door for other Skybound movies, not mm-hmm. only Invincible based, but um, like I just said, Tech Jacket. No, 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 no. Not that's in, that's in, in the Invincible universe. Uh, Savage Dragon. Oh, you mean like Outcast or other properties that Skybound does, like um, Birthright and. Um, God, Say it, because I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking for it. Isn't uh, uh, it's Image? Got Green Valley. Oh wait, you Jesus. know what? That's not. That's not Skybound. You're not thinking of Saga. Saga is what yeah, I'm thinking that's, of. Yeah, that's not Skybound. That's another thing, though. That'd I think that this insane. would would open oh. the door for a Which Saga. Which there has not been a new issue of Saga in like months. No, really? there, yes, there has. No, Good, there because has. I'm not caught up yet, and <laughs> they need to slow down so I can catch up. Um, all right, moving, <laughs> moving, moving on though. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. What were your initial reactions to that? Bad. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not bad. Unsure. Mm-hmm. Very unsure. Not bad. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that they're well-known. I'm glad that they at least have been in the business. They, they know what they're doing. Um, but at the same time, there are certain things that worry me. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to be... I like Seth Rogen movies. I like pretty much everything he's done. Um, I think his movies are hilarious. I thought This Is the End was hysterical. Really Me and good. Bill went to see that. And there were certain parts of that movie where like, I was hunched over. I was laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, All his movies are very funny. I don't necessarily want that type of movie for Invincible. He's done Preacher. That's something that I want yeah, for... Uh, over, over on Reddit, Taserboy asked us uh, if we watched Preacher and if, he, if we think that it'll have a, a similar visual style to the Invincible movie. Um, I, uh, I just started it today because I feel like I have to, you know, I have to do my homework. I have to see, you know, what, what they've done. So this is, you know, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg taking a comic book and, you know, adapting it to the screen live action. Uh, this should be the best indicator of what we're, you know, what we're dealing with here. Um, how much of Preacher have you guys watched? Zero None. episodes. None? I okay. probably will not watch it. Okay. So the thing about Preacher is, I read it 
God, maybe 10 years ago, the entire thing. One of our, you know, good friends uh, loves Preacher. It was like, that's like his invincible. Like he was really into it. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that are super passionate about Preacher. I mean, it's, they, they consider it a beloved series. And um, he's actually coming over sometime this week. And we're going to talk all about this because he's also a huge fan of Invincible. He has not watched the show Preacher yet because he is aware of the changes that they made and does not want to even give it a chance because he, it's just blasphemy to him. No pun intended. Right. But um, Seth Rogen loves Preacher. Yes. Seth Rogen, uh, this is back to what I was originally saying. Seth Rogen, when you when you would listen to interviews and um, when he was trying to promote his movie, uh, and he would talk about how much he loved Green Hornet. Mm-hmm. Green Hornet was very much a Seth Rogen type movie, and I don't want that for the Invincible movie. Yeah. Green Hornet was okay. I was never a fan of the comic, so it, I never really it never Preacher bothered me. Feel like Green Hornet, like or this is the end. Right, like, it that's what I was saying. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. I want that for Invincible so, to where it doesn't feel like it's a Seth Rogen movie, but at the same time, don't change everything yes. too. So that's the thing, and uh, I think that Invincible might have a little bit of both, though. I think that um, the Preacher style is awesome. I really liked the first episode. I wasn't crazy about the series um i know a lot of people love it and that's fine i get it it's just it it wasn't for me the source material like the actual you know uh topic of it didn't do anything for me um and this the series was i mean the first episode was really good um the visuals are awesome the effects that they do on a tv budget again this is amc there you so go. I mean, tv yeah. and yes like they can't so they can't yeah. do everything they made some changes i looked up some of the changes that they made because i again i don't remember the series too well and I'm, I don't think the changes are that big of a deal. Um, like I said, I'll talk to my friend about it and find out why they're a big deal to him. But go ahead, Bill. So are we still on Preacher? Yeah. Or, okay, well, I... I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, I, I think that I, I'm, I'm going to watch the rest of Preacher. I think that that shows that the two of them can take a comic and can adapt it, um, but there will be changes and, you know, my we'll concern, My concerns... Again, so I, I haven't said how I feel about Seth Rogen and Evan, I, I, other than worried, but I think that they they have the ability, both of them do, because they've both done separate things, but what's one similarity between all Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg movies? The casting. Yeah. Who do they cast? Mm-hmm. Themselves? James Franco? Jonah Hill? Like, that whole gang, that one annoying guy that's, that is in that HBO movie? Like, so we have to assume, or we have to be prepared... For Seth Rogen being in this, being in Invincible, I disagree. I disagree. You I think, think so? they're going to take the route of Preacher, and Preacher is not that cast. I think that there is. It's I don't. Not. I agree that I don't think that that's going to happen. But I'm not like even eighty percent sure about it. I'm not even oh, like no. you know. What I mean, no. like I think I, if, I do if, think that this is a very viable um, concern. possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a very possibility, but possibility. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't be too concerned if uh, James Franco. Is gonna play William? Then it's like you know what? I don't want it to turn into them. a parody of the comic. You know who's book. gonna? You know who's gonna play Invincible? Let's talk about this. James, no, 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 I have no, no, too. no I, I, I want to talk. No, I want to talk more about Evan Goldberg. Yes, because we want to talk more about what they've done. What they've done, and give them some we'll credit. Get, we'll get into casting soon. Okay. That's next. My other concern was their ability to do action and emotion, mm-hmm. like raw emotion. Can they do? And they might not be attached to the sequels or anything like that, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's why they well, were cast me, for this one because there's more comedy or or whims, whimsy or mm-hmm. whimsical, you know. But what were you gonna say? Well, I was just gonna say they did. This is the end. The interview uh, that one uh, North Korea one. Yeah. Uh, sausage party. Sausage party. 
uh, they are going to be doing Console Wars, which is a book all about Nintendo versus Sega mm-hmm. in the 80s. They're turning that into an adaptation. Like these guys are these guys are nerds. Uh, Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Stoner comedy. Yeah. You know, stoner comedy mm-hmm. attached to Invincible. Cool. But they've like, done other things is what okay. I'm saying. So I mean, Evan Goldberg. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about that. Evan Goldberg. This, I'm, I'm not expecting preacher. to open Look it up preacher. and yeah, have Mark Wahlberg be smoking a bong. Right, you know I understand. I mean? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not talking about they're going to put that stuff in the movie. I'm talking about their ability to capture what makes Invincible good all around, the emotion, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Think about Goon. Yeah. So, Ryan, Evan, you were that's like... That's Evan Goldberg. Yeah, that's Evan Goldberg. Yeah. And think about how emotional that last fight was with him mm-hmm. fighting... That the other bad guy. You By the way, mean? I look for Goon 2 every single week to see if it's in the U.S., and it's still not in the U.S. I know. I know. It's not wide release yet. Totally in Canada. So that shit, that got me excited. Like, the fact that Evan Goldberg wote Goon or That's co-wrote the thing. it. Like, these guys don't have a bad track record. No, they just have a track record. They just have a record they that's have a kind of across the board a yeah. little bit. Honestly, no matter who they announced was going to be writing and directing this I would have concerns. It's, oh yeah, uh, you know, anytime I mean? I'm glad somebody's going to adapt something we love, right. we're going to we're going to we're going to rip apart their IMDb page. Yeah. You know what I mean? No we're going to this is bad, this is bad, but this is good. You know, it's, but, it, but this is more fine good with that, than bad. With them. Honestly, yeah, these, I agree. I'm I'm fine with this. This is these are nerds. These are geeks that have that are going to be doing this. You know, it could be somebody, it could be some writer, some director that has no attachment to comic books, has no attachment to nerd culture in any way. Like so, I'm optimistic they're producing <laughs> though directing and writing and producing which mm-hmm. means that they have casting calls too well it means they have their money in it too yeah like this is oh yeah they have an investment so so, so casting so let's do let's do some casting uh, i've casted now four the day, characters the, the day we're recording this uh the official invincible um twitter you know, like asked across the internet you know who would you cast and everything but again like, we did this a year ago just saying <laughs> but uh again this is just kind of, you know, across the board. Do you guys want to go in order of character and just talk a little bit about each character and then move on? I, I think that'd be easier. I casted four different characters. Well, let's, let's bounce around. Let's we'll, start we'll, with Invincible. Let's start with Mark. Let's start with Mark Grayson, Invincible. The famous one is that, you know, people have been throwing around out there is Zac Efron. The fo- is it? I feel like I, Greg Miller has been vying for yeah. that. Yep. Other than that, I haven't really seen I agree. Zac Efron. I, I agree. I have seen him a couple times, but Greg is the biggest right. advocate of it. Yeah, and I he, agree. I think that he would probably make a good Invincible. He probably would. He's definitely not the first person I think of. No, 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 me neither. But he would pull it off. He's got the body for it. He's got I, the looks. I, mean, I think recently, because if you would have said that to me two, yes, two or four important. years ago, I'd be like, ugh, no, what? But mm-hmm. now... Yeah. He, I love anything that he's in. He's fucking hilarious. Yes. In. Like, but at the same so time, good. like, I, I wouldn't want to seeing him in a romantic um, setting with Eve on mm. on screen. I don't I, as Zac Efron. I want it to be okay. I, I'm I casted four people, but going going off of that, I want to make it clear that I would I want four. I want um, the whole cast to be unknown. Yes. I don't want to know any yeah. of these people. I know, and I think that's. I, I keep because attaching a name to it, it it's I'm not going to look at it like oh that's Mark Grayson I'm going to be looking at it like oh that's Zac Efron uh, you maybe. know what I mean I don't I, know most superhero movies I don't like I, you know they announce that so and so is playing you know uh, any any actor it's like oh uh, what's his name Ant Man um, Paul Rudd it's like yeah that's that's, no, you I watch, totally you look watch, at him like Paul Rudd though. I yes, love that but movie. In Civil War, it fits. Like you look at him, it's like okay, that's that's him. Like it's 
it works, and I think yeah. that no matter who they get, it'll either work or you know not be work. Fine. You can't. Look at, you can't. So you're telling me you look at Iron Man and you're like, that's Robert. You don't say that's Robert Downey Jr. No, he's Tony Stark. Like that is. I mean, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. You could say the same exact thing about Paul Rudd. I think that uh, it's not the same because I think that Robert Downey Jr. doesn't really do movies anymore unless it's <laughs> Marvel and he's playing uh, Tony Stark. So he he has become. Iron Man. I think that the first time I saw Iron Man, yeah, I probably did think that that that's Robert Downey Jr. That's not that's not him. Yeah. So um, my first. So go for it, Mark. M- Mark Grayson. I brought this up again, and I kept it the same. Mm-hmm. So, um, or I brought this up uh, in, in an earlier episode, and I, I I kept it the same because I I really feel, and you guys disagreed with me, but I think that Robbie Amell, who starred uh, as Firestorm on. On The Flash, he was on uh, The Duff. Uh, he's been on a ton of stuff. I think he really looks like Invincible. I think he has the body for it. I think he has the height for it. I think that he can play the part, and he's not well-known enough to where it would be mm-hmm. annoying. Again, I'm okay with it. I'd be cool fine fit. It. Yeah, yeah, I'd be fine. I still think he's a little jockey, uh, in my, f- f- to my taste. Uh, a year ago, and this is something we're going to talk about when we get to story, um, when we talked about this, Bill. I thought that Invincible, the movie, would be more Spider-Man high school. I kind of disagree with that now. And so I, I'm leaning more towards that, TJ. I think that he looks right for the part um, because I don't want him to be as Spider-Man-y as I once did, skinny and scrawny. So I agree. That is a good casting. I'm fine with that. Um, I think that the first act might be a little high school-y. Maybe, but... Uh, they have we'll to get introduce, in, we'll, like, the teen team. We'll you get know? into that. Um, I stand by Miles Teller. I've seen it online. Yes. I love Put that. Miles Teller you somewhere just, in this fucking you movie. You used to disagree with that. No, I just like Miles Teller. Oh, okay. I think Miles Teller think is one of my favorite actors. I think he'd be perfect for Mark. Oh, you're talking about Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes, but don't <laughs> say it. We don't bring that up. You mean, you mean the no, guy the, from... I'm, I'm talking um, about the guy from Bleed for This. You know, watch, go watch that trailer. It shows him boxing, fighting, If you're going to watch a Miles Teller movie... Yeah. You, the drum uh, whiplash, whiplash. Yeah. which was nominated, and so that, can you imagine that him? might be one? Of, I that might would be my favorite movie. Fucking actually. love to see him as Invincible. Yeah, I would like. He has, he has, he can do raw emotion. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he. We saw his blood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Whiplash. And I just think he's a me. little short. No, I think that he could do it. I think he'd be better as like Rex. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think Rex needs to be scrawny and a punk. Like like skinny and just yeah yeah what I got a casting Ooh. for your ass oh, okay. so did we'll you wait there. so you casted four people for Invincible or you yeah, cast okay so who's your next no one? no 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 not for Invincible oh, I'm just sorry. four overall. different characters okay, right. okay this is someone now we're get, you ready to move on to yeah. another character or yeah anybody okay. else for Mark I've seen some decent ones out there that's good but those are the those are kind of our picks um, Adam Eve this is the person that I think is the toughest to cast um, yes my initial thought was. Um, uh, and a uh, friend of the show, Mike Barrett, said the same thing. So we were, you know, thinking the same wavelength. Uh, Alexandra Daddario. I Who like is that? She is in Baywatch, coming up with oh, Zac Efron. Oh, yeah, I know who she is. No, I don't I like her. Is. I don't like her. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't think, think that would be bad. Jane for no. me. Okay. Put red hair on her. I think that she would be. She's got the height for it. She's that's, got the body. That's, honestly, that's what, what's so difficult about casting her is that she okay. has a very... She's like a supermodel look. So this is a follower we actually have on uh, Twitter. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter. That's awesome. Uh, but Jen Drutchniak, sorry if I messed up your name, I really like your casting for Adam Eve. Uh, you picked Bella Thorne. I 
don't know if I've ever seen her in anything else. Um, don't she was know. in the Duff. Duff is such a good Seriously? movie. Seriously, another Duff yeah. reference. Uh, at least it's not sky high. Um, do you uh, do you like? Do either of you agree with this? Bella yes, Thorne? I I like it too. Fucking love this. Is it that, that is perfect? Adam Eve right there? She played. Are you? She played me? the bully yeah. in in the so, Duff, and she was Jen, actually. You really, need really good. somebody that good looks job, like this because that's perfect. But has wit that is quick. Yep. And and able to like at not least, just yeah. be. Again, again, we're just looking at pictures here. That's like perfect casting as far as you know making her look like that. And I just pulled up a picture of her on a beach with her ass, and those thighs could be Eve's. And right? you know more than anybody. So that's Adam Eve. Do you guys have anybody else? No, that's fucking perfect. Yeah, I know. I'm Done. gonna. I don't want to do this because I'm gonna get my my heart set. I'm know, like, there's no way they can't cast her, and then they're gonna cast someone like, I don't know, fucking Twilight Girl. What's her name? Kristen Stewart. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> cast Stewart. her. Oh. Uh, I do have one for Eve. For Eve, yeah, what you got? which I, I I was kind of proud of. I I I do like uh, Bella Thorne a mm-hmm. lot for this, but from Game of Thrones, um, the you know what head? I'm gonna say, huh? The redhead? N- no, I'm just thinking redhead. Sansa? No, say. no, not that one. Go on. Um, Natalie Dorman. Hmm. Oh, right. she played the voice of Wait, who is she in Game of Thrones? She play, she's uh I can't remember her name, but she was gonna marry Joffrey and then she was now she Oh the smirk? Yeah. No, I don't I don't think so. I love that. I, I think that she would be awesome. For no, that. she's gorgeous. I like her as an actress a lot. I do not agree though, I'm sorry. She anyway, she played the voice of PB I think that and, picture uh, looks like her, but that's not Mass what she looks like. I can yeah, even recognize her. her. No, Bella Thorne. That's what all she looked. She doesn't look. If you look up pictures of her and then look up pictures of her in Game of Thrones, it's not even close. I've seen her in other things, though. I don't know. You know. She was in. She was. She was in Hunger Games. Uh, or was it Hunger Games? Mm, or was it? Yes, it was. Oh wait, yeah, she was. She was she in was Hunger the, Games. She was the reporter, or whatever, with the. With she the had two like cameramen. shaved head yeah. or something like that You're on right. the side. Yeah. 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 I don't think so. I like it. Bella Thorne. That um, has my vote. Holy shit. Nolan. Who we have to play Nolan? I the went only, off. So the I, only I, I one didn't, that's ever thrown out there is Burt Reynolds, and only because of the mustache. Tom Selleck. And Tom Selleck, is, yeah, those are the two. Because of the mustache. Right. Which but I, I, I tried to go kind of, I wanted to steer for mine, go, I want the, I wanted them all to be my own and not, oh my God. You know, mm-hmm. I have, so a, I I have went, such a good one. So I who, went, Bill? You start, Bill. Go ahead. You do yours. Mine's crazy. And I just thought, of, I thought who would look amazing at that age, but could still have the physique. And would look awesome in the handlebar mustache. Okay. Oh my god, are you ready? Someone right. that was amazing. Handlebar mustache? Yeah, the, the big one that he's got that now. That comes like way later. Right, I know, I know. But think about this. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson? That's that's a side character that's not the main character that could pull off the physique mm-hmm. and, and that is a big enough name to draw people in. Like, oh my god, Mel Gibson's doing a superhero movie, mm-hmm. but not so big to where you know what I mean that he wouldn't do it. Yeah, there's I one don't that I really like. Mel Gibson. What you don't like that? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm wow, wow, guys. I mean, it's it's not bad. It's okay. Uh, there's one that's going around online that I'm gonna talk about after TJ. TJ, go ahead. I went off the rails with this one a little bit. So uh, again, I wanted to kind of make these castings my own. I didn't want to copy anybody else that did it online. And maybe this is just a little selfish of me because I'm such a Joss Whedon fan. But I want Nathan Fillion. Hmm. No, he's too. He's too funny. Don't they don't know. have to look exact. They he, don't have it's to. Not you know about I mean? like, it's not. It's not. Okay. It's about the personality. Yeah. He's not he can build himself enough. up. He can be funny. He did Captain Hammer. 
Yeah. I think he can be funny. Think of think of the opening of Invincible when we first when we're first getting to meet Omni Man and they're like at the dinner table you know and he's what? like coming in like it, it's it you he can CG, be it's not just that humorous. It's, it's I'm looking at this also as a franchise thing and I can't see him being Omni Man in like the future like all these things that are going to that he's going to have to do. Omni Man Omni Man is so Have you seen Castle? Like I I think that he can definitely hold a character. He's not yeah. funny though. Yeah. Omni Man is likeable. not funny. That's the big problem. He Omni Man is more Nathan stoic. Nathan is likable. Like a leader, you know what I mean? Like not the most I'm not saying you're crazy. Leader like of the leader really of Firefly hard. or yeah. No, but that he was kept like, in like a whole ship built. That's like he kept in a whole. That's ship. like Han Solo though. That's like okay, uh, Han Solo. Could you see Han Solo putting on a, a Nolan or a? His name is Nolan. Uh, kind of. Okay, I kind of okay. can actually. All right. Now the one I'm seeing a lot online, and I'm starting to really like, is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, but like I, I saw that too, and I don't like it's like, I don't like his acting. I like. I don't like him at all. I'm taking over the world, Invincible. And you are no exception. Whoa, that <laughs> definitely peaked the mic. There's no way. It wasn't that bad. I don't know. I, I can't. I think I kind of like it. The I'm comedian. Okay it. Yeah, the comedian. Yeah. I don't. I like him. I guess. I don't like it. I haven't seen any of him as Negan though in Walking Dead. Like oh, I have yeah. not seen one clip. Hmm. Well, that's not necessarily true. Yeah. But but the, so that has no bias on me. I just yeah. can't really see him. I can kind of see it. He has the body for it. I think he has the right age for it. Oh, I think Mel Gibson would rock it. <laughs> okay. All right. After Nolan, let's talk about. Uh, do you guys have anything for uh, Debbie? Um, I don't. But fucking shout out to our friend Mike Barrett for this I was just, one. I was looking Holy for his, shit. his, his uh, Twitter. Terry Hatcher. Yeah, Terry Love Hatcher. Love that Perfect. casting. Love that casting. Yep. No, I like that. Who's Terry Hatcher? Lois and uh, Lois and Clark. Oh, yeah. The Adventures she, of Superman. Oh, yeah, she would do good. Mm. Uh, Cecil. I think this is a home run. It has to be Bill. Steve Harvey. I said it. No. Steve Harvey. <laughs> I called this shit. Bill called this shit. I called this Ed ago. Harris. Ed Harris. It has Fucking to be Ed Harris. Fucking Ed Harris, dude. That's I didn't perfect. have one for him, so I'd, I'd be fine with Ed Harris. You'd be fine with Ed Harris? Yeah. Gone, baby, gone. Yeah. I think, Ed Harris. I think that there's going to be a lot of characters that He was that the cop, the corrupt cop. Oh, yeah, That came was. in with the fucking mask and shit. Like I he know got who shot. Ed Harris is. He, no, I was, Ryan I, I had I couldn't remember him in Gone, baby, um, gone. I was thinking... Uh, oh, he's what, in your show it? that you love. He's the okay, guy in black. Yeah, which he looks... Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. The scar, like... He He could act... Like Cecil though yes. too, not just the look, because they. I mean, they cast oh, no. fucking whoever is Rick Grimes, and no one. He still doesn't look like Rick. To if me. I can no, only he cast, doesn't, not even close. If, if they came up to me and said you can only cast two people in this movie, one of them would be Ed Harris as Cecil. The Absolutely, other one is coming up. Yep, I agree with you, Ryan. I agree with you. Yeah, um, the, I, th- I don't even think we need to talk about Alan. Like we'll, we'll say yeah. it. it. Has Alan, anybody else said that? Not, Has it, anybody yes. else said everybody that? Everybody online, says online says really? Alan. So can't it can't we not happen? We said that a year ago. We said it a year ago. If you don't believe us, go back and listen. Okay, a year I think ago. it's safe to say now. Now that we've gotten up to Alan, uh, Seth Rogen has acted alongside um, uh, Zach Efron. Zach Efron, The Rock, and Alexandra Daddario are all in Baywatch. Like. All these people know each other. I mean, I know Zac Efron and Alexander Daddario weren't our first picks as far as what we're saying here, but like these are options and they kind of work. You know, the, Seth Rogen has a, a connection to The Rock. The Rock has to play Alan. Okay. If I, I can only cast one person, it's The Rock as Alan. The Rock is the most expensive 
actor in the entire world right now. Like Which, he's the yeah. he's the number one highest paid actor just, in the world. I can't see it happening. I think that he would do it. Is he? But he's doing Black Adam, isn't he? You're gonna yes. you're gonna pay all this money for him out. not to be a main character. I don't know. I think that he's. I agree, in, he's perfect, mind, but I don't think it's going to happen. In my mind, this movie's going to have two very short scenes with The Rock in it, with Alan in it. He, he, mm-hmm. he did a Baywatch movie. <laughs> if he would do a Baywatch movie, I'm sure he, he would do a fucking like superhero. He is also the main yeah. character in Baywatch. Yeah, I suppose, but... No, you don't... He is, 100%. He, he, is. he wasn't the same... He wasn't the main character in uh, Fast and Furious. He probably is in this next one, he but... He is. Okay, but still, I mean... Yeah. I don't know. I think that The Rock needs to play. I think Alan. it has to be. He he needs to. And in fact, I was excited about Baywatch. I think that movie looks, yeah, it looks hilarious. Awesome. And I'm going to watch it and try to and try to and try to see their Alan. chemistry together as and as Vince Mark Lord and Alan. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Uh, all right, TJ, give it to me. Rex Blode. All right. So you're gonna disagree. <laughs> you can't so see it. I don't care because you guys aren't even. You guys aren't even. You guys don't even really like. Invent, uh, Rex Blood as much as I do, obviously, because. <laughs> but, he does. So when, when Rex takes off his, his um, mask, this actor is not going to look like robots, Rex. He's not going to look like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, there's going to be major castings that are not going to look, even look close to the part. When it, in when it comes to acting ability and the added bonus of he's a Seth Rogen actor in connection to Seth Rogen. Dave Franco. Yeah. He can play... That's who I wanted to play play, Invincible. Yeah? Yeah. He can play an asshole... That you nope. that you you know what I mean like he can play TJ. arrogant I completely he, agree. you know he's lanky he's he's the height for it he's I think he's perfect yeah that's my number one for yep. me is Dave Franco as Rexplode there you go Seth Rogen make it. it happen that's all perfect. I ask for Seth Rogen is some premiere tickets <laughs> just didn't, give me some premiere tickets didn't I I said in the beginning of the podcast when I was like oh because I don't think it could, that it could be James Franco but it would be Dave or I was thinking about yeah, that the yeah. whole day. No. But I, I was thinking Dave Franco should be in the movie, and I was thinking Mark. I'm thinking but Rex. But I feel, I feel like you're probably right. Yeah. He's, no, he's, he's more better. Rex than Mark. Yeah. He's, he's, he's too... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, Think- and Zac Efron and, and Dave Franco were in Neighbors together. No, they, yeah. I know. That's what I mean. They all work together. Oh, my God. It would... So... This is perfect. So who's Jonah Hill going to play? Huh? Who's Jonah Hill going to play? He's going to play... Uh, he's going to play a flip, monster. He's going to play Flip Shafe. He's going to play a CG <laughs> Allen. The CG? A fully CG. Who's going to play no. the Maulers? The Maulers? Or the Mauler. Mauler is going gonna, gonna to start with just one. Yeah. The Rock. He's going to play everybody. He's going to play everybody. Yeah, he can do it, too. Um, and he can everybody. do it. Yeah, but, like, another, like, my first, another thing with my first reaction is, going back to my first reaction, I didn't really get to finish it, but I woke up, and again, just like the news of, of it ending, it ending, I didn't sleep for the rest of the day. I only got about three hours for within, like, 48 hours. But I was, like, shaking. It didn't. Like, I was, like... Like shaking the whole day. I left work like two hours early. I was so unproductive. I just, it just, it, yeah, one it thing just that, my whole day. One thing that didn't hit me until after uh, a couple hours of thinking about it is the fact of seeing a, li- a live action Rexplode. <laughs> In the second or third movie, seeing the death of Rexplode. That's Whoa, second like or third? Throwing, hmm. him throwing, like, like uh, him losing his hand. Oh, like, dude, like, yeah. Okay, I have one more casting idea to okay. go back to Alan. All right. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling? Could you not see that? As think, Alan? Think of think think No. No? No. No. Really? 
He could be super jacked. I can't really see that. <laughs> yeah, I you guess. know what? You know what was on TV earlier though. Um, what are you? What are you thinking? What? Ooh, I was, saw it on TV. Yeah. I saw it on TV. And I was like, I had it on in the background. I'm like, holy yeah, shit, it's bad. this is bad. And I was like, but I was watching it. I'm like, Emil Hirsch, you could probably play a Mark. I think he could. Yeah. He's a little short, but yeah. I think he could. I think but, he could too. He hasn't been in a lot of so, movies since. So from now on, we're just going to be looking at people seeing if they, how they fit into the Invincible movie. This um, Here's one more thing. Okay. Uh, not in regards to actual casting, but one actor that will be in this movie. I promise you it's going to happen it's not even a question it's on record because every single time that he shows interest in a movie he finds his way to get into the movie simon Pegg will be in this movie oh my god he will 100 percent be inside of this he will be in this movie he always finds a way to get in there he's been in star wars because he loves star wars he's been in star trek because he loves star trek he will be in invincible if that's you go awesome. back and watch he loves invincible that's awesome yeah we we were when i was watching paul, um, paul yeah. like he was reading he, invincible he had a, the invincible they, shirt on obviously yeah and that's when the one that kirkman and otley have an appearance in they're at uh-huh. the, they're at the at the counter and um kirkman was writing i think he was writing brit or something like that or somebody was reading brit and he was writing invincible 100 or something that i forgot what it was but uh, yeah, that's a good call. I like that. Who would Simon Peck play? Cecil. I'm telling you, Cecil is going to be the one where it's like, we're going to look at that casting and be like, that's not even close. That's the Heath Ledger Joker moment where yeah. we're like, eh, that's not going to be right. It's going to be Cecil. He's not even going to be close. You I think he's going to kind of see that. He uh, I, I would bit. like he's to see that. He's a little bit younger that. and a little bit wiry. Yeah, I would, I would like to see that. But I was thinking like Doc Seismic or something like that. Doc Seismic? You know who he could be? Uh, Shapesmith. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he could. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he definitely could. He'd have to get his physique, like, yeah, back a little bit. All right. All right. Let's move on. We're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, kind of like costumes and stuff like that. Do you guys see the invincible costume working in live action? I think yeah. that it's going to be Power Rangers. They're gonna change it. I think they're gonna, they're gonna change it. No way. I think that everything up to his neck will be fine. I think it'll look fine. I think it'll be very Spider-Man-esque. Um, like, not like kick-ass, where it's going to look like he's wearing like pajamas. I think it will look like a good costume from the neck down. They absolutely 100% will change the mask. I you don't think they're going to stick with the goggles? I don't mean like... I don't know if they'll have the goggles, but if you look, like you guys have one of the action figures in front of you. Never has this been done in a movie before, um, but a lot of characters have it. Cyclops, Gambit. I mean, I know Gambit's it, not That's in why movie, it needs to happen. They need a character that looks never iconic. Never before do they... Do, I mean, it happens. it's in comics a lot. Jean Grey. Like, the characters hair. that have hair showing, but their eyes and the back of their head is covered, I don't think it works. I don't think that's something that translates to real life. I don't, I don't think, think that think it, it's possible. I don't think that it used to. When you think of... The Dark Knight changed how Batman can now move his head. It could never be done before, though, but now it can. Deadpool, I think that it can be his done. eyes being able to emote emotion, like, mm-hmm. you, didn't, you didn't think that would be able I to know. happen. And I so I think same thing happen. with Spider-Man. The way I, I, they will not change his face. They I'm, won't change a goddamn thing. I do think that they costume. will, but I disagree that it can't happen. You I, think they're going to go Power Rangers on that shit? Oh, by the way, we love Power Rangers. We're not talking about how bad it is. No, I, me and Bill loved yes, Power Rangers. Sorry. But we grew up with it. I did too. Ryan did too. Did you? Oh yeah, man. I had the I had the Zords. I had the one that your son wants now, the Eagle. Oh man. I had that uh, Eagle. Oh my god. Falcon like Zord. The yes. Falcon. You guys yes. said the Eagle. It's oh. the Falcon Zord. It's the Falcon Zord. Whatever. I oh did not god. say the Eagle. Did you used that to play awesome. with it? Like I saw how that did the movie where it goes. Power Rangers movie with my mom. Man. 
Really? You saw it with your mom? Oh, yeah. Oh, like the original. The original. The original, yeah. yeah, yeah. The new one. <laughs> My mom did call me about the new one and ask if I wanted to go see it because we saw the original. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been a cool little, like, little thing. Little thing that you did. There's um, a new but, yeah, guys, I, I think. I think the mask is going to change. I'd love it if they had goggles. Just picture like swimming goggles and some sort of mask. I can't see them covering his... I can't see them leaving his hair open, but his cheeks and back of the neck not open. Like, But then his mouth can't be open. His mouth's going to be covered up to his eyes. Like, you, you know what, doesn't Ryan? Work. What you're saying bothers me so much because that's like saying, oh, they're going to change Batman's mask. No. Batman had, picture Batman with his hair showing. But but would you ever change Batman's mask? Would you ever be like, how are they going to do that in a movie? How are they going to change Cyclops? How are they going to change Wolverine's mask? Wolverine doesn't even wear a mask. Like they're they're they can change it. It's not like Deadpool. It's not like this is a mask. I guess I'm sticking too closely to like yes, this, I, I don't want them to a, change anything. And look at like cosplays. There's some awesome invincible cosplays out there, but the masks are rough. They're hard to because do. that's somebody trying to make it in their fucking kitchen. Not just that. No, like I've seen actual like people legitimately try and make invincible costumes and. The goggles are tough. They're not something that's realistic. What are they even attached to? They're just lenses that are kind of attached to fabric. This doesn't make sense as a costume. It's going to be more tactical. I could picture it being something that covers some of his hair or up to his hair, and he has goggles on that wrap around his head. The goggles are going to have to attach to a strap or something. I just don't see it, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. I'm going to put that out out there. I'm okay with them messing around with it. Can I see the Um, That doesn't mean I'm going to be okay with whatever they come up with, but... (laughs) We'll but see. I, I, yeah, again, they could like make it awful. They could just give him a domino mask where it's just his eyes covered, like that, and that doesn't really fit. But I, uh, you I'm can't, prepared for this. See, to even it. the action figure makes the goggles too prominent, where like they bulge out like bug eyes. They, they can't, do. but they can't do that in the movie. That's what they're going to change. Yeah. They're going to make him less prominent. They're going to have like lenses. Are, yeah, it's going to be like are, lenses over his eyes. If they are like the Deadpool, like picture Deadpool, same costume, but now cut out the top. With his hair exposed, and then cut out his mouth, and then that 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 strip okay. of goggles, those strip of eyes, just looks weird. Which goes, it's a mask. It could that could very well be a mask. I think it needs to come around his jawline a little bit more, Batman style. That it doesn't. Oh, do. like like yes. actually, which to the tip do of his jaw. Comics. Yeah, instead yeah. of being under his chin. I would be okay with that type of change, yeah, but that'd be fun. but his hair needs to be exposed. He needs to have the goggles mm-hmm. or lenses. Mm-hmm. So basically, Batman, but. A softer mask and cut the top off. Yeah, and and the goggles and the someone, eyes. Be a someone Photoshop it. Someone take Deadpool and Photoshop his mouth out, the top of his hair, put Ooh. some hair on there. And I'm telling you, it's gonna be different. And I, you know, just be prepared. I can't see that being done exactly like that. But I don't know. Any other costumes or that kind of stuff that you have concerns? Not enough. I mean, I think they're yeah. I, I mean, think the I, costumes in this are they're gonna know, change. Pretty but, straightforward. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. Um, what about them being able to do the original Guardians? The original Guardians of the Globe, they are a straight-up parody of the Justice League. Now, this movie's going to be coming out, you know, maybe a couple years or so after the Justice League movie, which would be kind of great seeing this parody. Um, will they be able to do that? Do you think that'll be a rights issue? Anything no, like that? I think they'll be able to do it. They can do it. Like, it's, it's like saying, I mean, Invincible made fun of the comics. You know what I mean? It made fun of the Justice League comics and creating these characters. It's the same exact. That's it's what is going to make Universal stand out with this I think, with Invincible is that like it's doing all these different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to stray away from the whole parody thing. Yeah, no way. I think that do you, uh, what did TJ, just what like you? Big Daddy I think it's, in Kick-Ass, yeah, that could be Batman. the Batman character. Yeah. I think that it's going to be um, like 
like Scream was a parody of itself. They would always in the in the first Scream they would talk about uh, horror movies and other movies and how bad it was. And then then in the sequel they would talk about like how sequels yep. to horror movies work in the movie they were talking about it. Like I think and that how is trilogies going to be work. A huge selling point of Invincible that it is not another superhero movie. That it's going to take the tropes of superhero movies just like the comic movies the tropes. specifically yes. movies yes. so the comic does that with comics yes. like in the first couple issues it says like oh that only happens in comics like making making fun of itself making mm-hmm. fun of itself being a comic but the movie is going to do that for movies so, yep. like they might have that same exact line in the movie but say oh that only happens in superhero movies mm-hmm. you know what like I mean but someone... you are a superhero movie yeah yep I agree I think that you know and that works with Seth Rogen with his style that parody that, you know, I think it is going to be a little bit more light and fun I think when the, it comes to that. It, there's no question when it comes to the humor of Invincible that Seth Rogen's got this when mm-hmm. it comes to the humor of Invincible. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I what he, he does humor. I think there is going to be a little bit more humor. Um, uh, I reread the first volume. I think that, you know, uh, the humor is going to shine through, and I think that'll help. Yep. You know, which is what I was talking about. Like, there's nothing to say that they're going to do the, the rest of the sequels and stuff. They might just be doing this one because it suits their... Like, you know, specific strength yeah. in comedy. Mm-hmm. All right. And so that brings us to story. Now, I kind of, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with them changing, you know, a good amount of it. And I tried to think about how they would do this with being kind of a little bit more lenient with the source material, with the actual first volume i agree that it should be the first hardcover volume going up to issue 13 um and but there are some things that i would change here are some of the changes i would make um i think that mark should be in college i think that this is i think that they make this into a world that is absolutely filled with villains and heroes and it's not because it is and it's not a huge deal to be a superhero in this world um and Mark's dad is the greatest superhero out of all of them. So he's grown up like with Superman as his dad. And because of this, his dad is very rarely home. We see that in the first volume. He's getting pulled into other dimensions. He's constantly fl- fighting somebody on the news. Mark doesn't see his dad that often. Debbie doesn't see her husband that often. They still love him. They're still you know close to him. But there's a separation there. And it's caused kind of a little bit of a damaged, you know, thing and mark sees that mark got his powers like senior year of high school though just like in the comic it's been like almost two years he's in college he just wants to finish up college take care of his mom but you know he sees what being a superhero has kind of done to his family and he's not going to go off and leave his mom you know his like there's plenty of superheroes it's not that big of a deal um he's at the college campus you know he's going to have william there's going to be all of that uh and the reanimate attack you know, this is something that's attacking him directly, somebody around him. He is a good person. He springs into action. He does help. And, you know, somebody sees this. Eve sees this. She's, you know, one of the witnesses. He, his identity is obviously ruined. Everybody there knows he's invincible or he knows he has powers in this, you know, he's not invincible yet. But I think that she pulls him aside. They have this moment where, you know, they leave. She wants to take him somewhere. They go to the teen team base and she introduces them, you know, him to all of them. And I think that of the teen team, I think it should be pretty much the same. Robot, duplicate, um, Rexplode, definitely. You know, Eve is in a relationship with Rexplode. I think Monster Girl needs to be part of the original teen team because we're not going to get that much story where we actually have the tryouts and them all coming in and everything like that. I think it'd be cool if she was one of the originals. Um, 
I think that there should be conversation between Eve and Mark and Eve explaining to him like why she's a superhero. And that gives us the story of her wanting to change the world, even if it's a little bit at a time, which kind of leads into her wanting to go to Africa, which puts the idea in Mark's head that being a superhero is a good thing. Um, uh, I think that he starts hanging out with them more often. Uh, we get to see him helping out with the teen team. A lot of it's just to be closer to Eve, even, you know, because he has feelings for her, uh, even though she's with Rex and we get some, you know, exposition with that. Uh, we also see during that Nolan with the Guardians of the Globe. Now, at some point, you know, Mark is enjoying this. He's starting to enjoy being a superhero. He's being more careless. Now, we know Mark, especially later in the series, and I think they need to explore, you know, the whole Mark's carelessness, his, you know, his kind of rage um, a little bit more. And I think that'd be cool that if Robot sees this and says that, you know, you shouldn't be so careless, you're not invincible, you know, uh, to give him the idea for the name. Anyways, they go on. Mark goes home for dinner. His dad shows up for dinner, which is a rare event because he's not around as often. Uh, he finally decides to tell them that, yeah, I did get my powers a couple years ago. Debbie isn't surprised because, you know, she's, she's around him. She can tell that something's different. But Nolan, on the other hand, seems a little bit angry at first. You don't quite know why. Um, we know why. But, uh, but he, that quickly goes away, and they go back to, like, you know, he's happy for him. He's excited. He's going to take him to get his costume in the morning. And then after that, we've got, you know, we, Nolan takes him to art. He gets his costume. Nolan gets a call. He has to go to, um, you know, fight this big fight with the Guardians. And uh, there was something else I had. I forgot what it was. Um, this is, you're saying that this is what you think is going to happen? This is my, like, pitch. This is my, like, what I could see being done for the Invincible movie. Like, I think that Nolan needs to go fight some big threat with the Guardians of the Globe, kill the Guardians of the Globe during that threat so that it looks after like After he that. finds out Mark yes, has his powers. Yes, because it was shortly after he got his powers. Yeah, that makes sense. He, he kills all the Guardians while he's fighting this big threat to make it look like that big threat did it. Mark recently got his costume, recently has this new connection with his dad that he didn't really have before, goes to help, witnesses him kill the last one or something. He's there late. He can't fly as fast. Something happens. And sees him kill the last one and they have their moment they have their moment they go up into the sky nolan tells them everything they fight you know mark nearly dies we have the whole scene that you know you who would you have you know i'd still have you dad mark wakes up blacked out his you know we get the scene of nolan flying away into space crying mark wakes up cecil's by his bed he's the one that's been you know keeping his dad away from him and his mother he tells him he has the earpiece you know he says you know, hey, if you ever want, you know, to help us out, you have that choice. We'd, we'd really appreciate it now that we don't have anybody. And, you know, bring, you know, Mark will also get the option to bring in, you know, the teen team, which moves them up to be kind of the Guardians, the new Guardians and the sequel or whatever else this goes. And um, I think that uh, Mark then goes home, you, you know, at some point Rex cheats on Eve. I think that the movie ends with, you know, Eve going to Africa Kissing Mark, they you know she's been broken up with Rex now for however long. You know. Ooh, that's a lot of story of progression just for Rex and Eve alone. Well, they started. When is he going to cheat on her? You know what I mean? Like right the in the middle of the I movie. I think during the exposition of them all fighting and Mark getting used to being on the team. I mean, you also have. I have a very different on, perspective on, on the movie. But on, go ahead. Almost done. He Eve leaves the end of the movie. Debbie's begins drinking. You know, just like she does in the in the you know comic. She begins drinking because of what happened. 
which, you know, they were damaged, starting to be damaged to begin with. He was never around. Mark, uh, Eve went to Africa. Mark gets the earpiece. He gets his first call that somebody's entered the orb, entered orbit. You got to go fight this guy. It's Alan, which, by the way, Alan did fight Mark earlier. Um, maybe that's what happened Well, you know, Nolan was off fighting somebody. Anyways, um, so this would be the second time we see Alan. And they have their moment where they're sitting on the moon, and it ends with, the, like, oh, well, what do you do next kind of thing, and it ends there. So I like the way that that kind of sets up a, a few things. It sets up Eve kind of, you know, in her drive to do good and to go to Africa. It sets up Mark as kind of not needing to be in this world and not really needing to be a superhero, but kind of learning why and, you know, what's, you know, getting that calling. Um, we've got Nolan. I think it shows his intentions. We've got the Guardians of the Globe. We've got action scenes. We've got Eve. I've got the teen team. And I think it fits. I think that it, I think that it could be college. I don't think it needs to be high school. I don't know. I'm still who's, working on it. Who's the big bad in your... Would it be the Reanimant? The big bad would be the first act of the movie is the Reanimant. The second act of the movie is the exposition where they're fighting robbers and stuff like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nolan and them are fighting like big things. And then the, the, the then Nolan versus Mark. I like... And then, oh, he's fighting Alan in the middle of the movie too, once. Yeah. And I mean, you're you're still gonna have parts of the movie where like they're playing catch, like across the globe no. and stuff like that. No, I I, I you like have that, to have that, their that, fight mean something. Yeah. Though. So this is like. No, you're right. You're right. I think yeah, you're, they they have to is, have a stronger relationship in your version. Let that's me give my. Uh, that's something no, but, I didn't but, like about yours. But, but let me. But I liked it. Let me say something. They do have a good relationship with Nolan. He is constantly away though, and that is tough on them. They love him. And he wants to be close to him, and especially that scene where he tells his dad that he has powers, they do have a great connection. They are happy. We get to see that. So it is a big deal when they fight. The reason why you chose to, to have Mark have his powers for a long time before he told Nolan is because you wanted Nolan to do the thing immediately after he found out that Mark had powers. Is that essentially why? Yeah, a little bit of that. I also wanted him in college, but I wanted him to get his powers early. People need to be connected and love Nolan the, this the is, way that this is Mark what I was loves thinking his dad. In the whole time you were saying that crazy. is so my what I think would make a good movie and what or what, what I think is going to happen is I think that they're going to make this more of a murder murder mystery mm-hmm. type movie, kind of like Watchmen ish. Not like Watchmen, but in in the sense of of, of the story, I think that. The whole dynamic of, oh, well, they don't really get to see Nolan that much isn't even going to be in the movie. I don't even think, think, think it's going to be in there. I think that the, they only – we don't have you know 12 issues of, of a comic to build their relationship. I think this movie is mostly going to be Mark so and Nolan. think the trailer is somebody has killed the greatest heroes in the world. Yes. I think, like that, they're, I think that they're going to – I think that I don't think that um, the Guardians are going to die – in the intro to the movie, like Watchmen, but I think that they're gonna. And I think in that Watchmen, it was one of their own. Like I, I think it might be a little too close. No, no, no. I, th- I think that they're going to die. Um, end of the first act, maybe the second act, and we're not going to actually see who kills them. And then the and then Mark's going to get his powers. Maybe even after that happens, maybe before. But either way, Mark's going to be fighting certain things, investigating who killed the Guardians of the Globe. And then at the end, he's going to. He's going to fight the Reanimator. He's going to fight Alan. He, you know, he's want to want to. They're going to want to know who's behind this. And at the end, it's going to be revealed that it was his, it was his, his dad. And then they're going to fight. That's what I think is more likely to happen. I think I think a nice because that's too much like Watchmen, and yours there isn't enough of a like a whole Connection. shit. Wow, mine's but, not like Watchmen though because 
the mines they don't die in the beginning. It is a murder mystery, so what is the but first I don't. Half, then? I don't. The first part is him getting his powers. So him you getting think his powers, meeting Adam Eve, meeting meeting, meeting the teen, uh, the teen team, all of that. I think that's. I don't know. That's. I don't know. A I, lot I to want, put in a first act. I one hundred percent disagree with you, TJ. And you and I talked about this on episode two of the podcast. Because I thought that origins. he should get his powers. Yeah, the origin story is way too overdone. That's why overdone. I kind of liked what I was thinking of, where it just hit me, where I'm like, I think it'd be kind of cool if he's had his powers for a couple years, and it's not a big deal. Yeah, but I think that it should be more of a father-son movie, because the whole point... I do but you're like disagreeing with me? Son, I'm disagreeing that 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 there's two, like he should have his powers. powers right away. He should be part of the teen team right away. They should be doing like their their. You disagree that he adventures. should have his, his powers right away? No, I think that he should. No, I agree with that. Okay. But yeah. I don't think that there should be like a lot of like him out of costume. I think that he should get his fucking costume right away. I think like Well, think of it as a movie and think uh that these actors have agents that say I want more FaceTime. That's how movies work, unfortunately. Right, I know, but I but I really I Ryan, I almost I really like your outline of the movie. Like, because I was wondering I what would it to, be about. I, I want to play with this. I want to keep tweaking it a little bit and see if we can come up with okay, this. Okay, put, put more Nolan, put more in, Nolan there, in there, and it would be, I, in my eyes, I think that it would be an so awesome if, movie. So if Nolan was around more, why you're saying that Mark should come clean, that he has his powers right away, and be a superhero right away? Oh, I also, yes. I also yeah, think, I do too. It was like that in yeah, the comic. Because then Nolan's like, oh my god, give me a hug, and they have like a great moment, mm-hmm. and they go out and do then stuff together. Then why is it so long? Why did Nolan wait so long? Nolan waits so long for to, what? Because he needed, he needed to he take needed out the Guardians of the Globe. You think that he needed and to he was find waiting the right for opportunity? His way. And that's the one thing that I think needs to happen is because this... Uh, the superhero audience is too smart. Movies, like people who go to the movies to watch this kind of stuff, they're too smart. They'll be like, well, obviously it's fucking Nolan that killed yeah. the Guardians. You know I think, what I mean? And I, I, I there there has to be... I think they have to show that There has to be major... You think... Th- wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. I'm not Sorry, done. I wait. interrupted. There needs to be major misdirection. Like maybe Alan comes in, and when Alan comes in, they swoop in and fight, and maybe they everyone assumes, hey, this alien just came out and killed the Guardians of the the globe, and Alan come or um, no one comes out all bloodied and stuff like that, and fights Alan away, and he's covered in blood because he's the one who killed the Guardians. Yeah, like you know I, I said, mean? Like, they're fighting a big bad, right? And so no one makes it look like the big bad. They don't it. have reveals that big. In the middle of movies anymore, though. So just, just so this is just we're that, just talking that, that opinions. Reveal, that reveal we're just talking happen, opinions. Though. That it happens so in the middle of the movie. You're so saying you're both saying. So when we co- when the movie comes out and we come back to this very moment because we're gonna look up this episode, just this just for uh, bragging rights. Mm-hmm. You guys are saying that they're going to stick to the comic in the sense of halfway through the movie, we will know when they when the Guardians of the Globe die, we will know that it was Nolan when they die. Yes. No. No, I disagree. You will not. You will believe. You just said no. I'm saying that it's going to happen, and you're. And that's what I'm saying. The movie needs to misdirect you to make you think that Alan, this alien that came down, is the one who killed the Guardians of the Globe up until the end of the movie. I'm sorry. And you, then it sounds out. like you're more agreeing with me because yeah, you are agreeing that it is a murder, I, murder mystery. You said one. I 100% disagree but with you. But it's not about that. It's not about who killed the Guardians. It's not about that at all. That's so what just do you the disagree with? Happens. What do you 100% disagree with me about? That. It sounds like you're more agreeing with me. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. <laughs> I don't want it to be a mystery like like the like Mark's like who killed the Guardians. I want it to be oh that alien that Alan alien guy he came down and killed the Guardians and Alan or Nolan yes, came by I agree. and came out all bloodied and he's the one who saved them and then boom they don't talk about it ever again until the end of the fucking movie when when Nolan was like dude I got a bomb to drop on you guess here's, what happened it what was fucking me well, he's gonna catch him here's what I think 
I think they show that it's Nolan because I want... No! Hold on, let me let me say... You don't get to finish. I want this movie to be advertised as Nolan is the Superman. He is the hero. This is the story about the son of the world's greatest superhero. Everybody goes to the theater knowing that this is the greatest guy in the world. Halfway through the movie, what? He's not? Why did he just kill all the other heroes? Then the rest of the movie is us knowing that Mark's dad is not a hero. That's what made the first like 13 issues so awesome. Like we know something that Mark doesn't know. And then the big reveal, the big moment isn't that Mark finds out who did it because that's almost too much for him to find out. He's going to find out why it happened and they're going to fight. That is the big deal. No, I disagree. I, I, that was going to solidify my point is that in the very beginning, once Mark gets his powers, they're going to stick to the comic and say, and and they're going to do a flashback just like the comic. And he's going to say, this is what happened on, on Viltrum. Viltrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, we we were a good society, and we wanted to branch out, and we wanted to do this, and it was oh, sunshine and rainbows, and I came to Earth because I I, I felt something, I and then he's going to find out that it was his dad at the end, and he's going to be like, what the fuck? No, and I then agree. he's going to be like, Mark, this is actually what happened. Mark does find out that it's him at the end. Mm-hmm. We're all agreeing about that. Right. I say the audience needs to know halfway through that. I, I think that that reveal is going to be we're going to be right along with the. I understand with, with Mark why. Why you're saying that, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Because it's what I said. The, audi- the, the audience is too smart. Like you can't. Yeah. Fo- don't fool us. Don't mm-hmm. think that we're and it's stupid. Crazy. Can you imagine? And don't like, make a. Can you imagine we're watching this movie and we love Nolan just like Mark does and Debbie does. We know they have this great relationship. Then we're seeing him fight with all these other heroes. Then all of a sudden he turns on. Imagine watching the Avengers and watching the last, the final fights, and they're all fighting together. And then all of a sudden Iron Man just starts killing them all. I get that puts it on its head. I that is get a parody. Ryan, now I understand. It's, it's, it's the, the why. You can't know why. You just like, yes. why the fuck yes. did he just that kill everybody? It. Like, he doesn't be like, now I can begin. Like, he can't no, say anything no, no, like no, that. No, he no, just no. has to kill them and then just fucking go away. Yeah, he's bloody. He's looking at it. Like, and then he just leaves. Unless... And the whole flies. time you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? What just happened? Mm-hmm. Okay, now I get it. Now I now I, I understand. I'm not saying... The audience is too smart. What I, what they I, can't fool I, us. I know, I agree. What... I know the ending, so... But... What I'm saying is that... I'm not I'm not saying this is not my pitch for the movie at all. I would write a completely different movie than what I just said. Mm-hmm. Um I'm saying what I think it's going to be and what I know movies to be today mm-hmm. and how they like like think of every even Marvel Every Marvel movie is the same with origin stories and like like uh, Doctor Strange, Ant Man, like how how it always starts out, how it always ends. Mm-hmm. It's it has a it, it, I hope that this breaks the mold, yeah. but I don't think it will. I uh, think they're going to make it a mystery, and I think that there's they're, that they're going that movies think, capitalize on the climax I, I think, on the big reveal, I and the big Iron reveal Man, always comes at the end. I think that Iron Man killing, you know, the rest of the Avengers is flipping it on its head and kind of being the parody. I think that the hero killing, fighting his dad, and then kind of losing at the end is a parody. Um, those I was two talking big about origin moments. stories. This no, is the I, first. I know, I know. This is the and first. And that's also movie. why my original like little pitch or whatever, um, him already having his powers. That's what we think of your origin story. You don't even get to see this one. Like if you do, it's a flashback or something, but it's not a big deal. This him isn't about. The garbage yeah, bag. this isn't about yeah. him getting his powers. He already has right, them, right. and it's in a world where there's so many heroes and villains that it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So it's that's, not, I, I, that flips it on, you know, that's the parody of every first act of a superhero movie. When I say origin, origin I don't mean how he got his powers. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I do think that his, that I want 
and think it's going to happen that he's going to get his powers within the first five, ten minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. th- but that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking about like um, the Uncle Ben death. That's that's his Nolan. That's that's you know what I mean. Really? Wow. Yeah. That, you don't agree? You mean that's you're, his you're saying past. That Nolan happens that early in the movie, just like Uncle Ben. Oh no 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 no! Okay. I'm saying I'm saying that his that Invincibles. You know what makes him invincible is the, to, Nolan, is is the, the Uncle Ben's yeah, okay. okay. Imagine how no. crazy it would be to. I mean, I'm essentially saying what you said, Ryan, because it could be a mystery. It could be a mystery. But not a like a who done it kind of thing. Like yeah. you don't really care, because the mystery is why the fuck did Nolan just kill everybody? That's the mystery, and I think that needs to happen. But the great thing about that, through the movie, and the great thing about that is that's the mystery in the audience's mind. But we still get to see the mystery in Mark's mind as they're all trying to figure right, out who exactly. actually did it. And you still don't know what the fuck Nolan's all about. Yeah. You're like, he's this great guy. Why did he coming? Why did he We're come and kill these people? We're basically talking about the comic. This what, is what I know. Imagine, imagine if. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. This is the comic. That's yeah, I guess what I'm you're saying. right. Imagine, imagine though, it would be nuts that if 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 Superman and the Justice League were fighting some guy, and at the end of the battle, like you said, Superman just fucking just Killed chops Batman, everybody in Wonder half Woman. and like, rips them in yeah. half. That would be insane because think of how iconic those characters are. No one knows who these characters are. But they have but to we, build they will, Nolan. They will learn that. They have to build movie, Nolan, but no. they're not going to build him up enough in the first one hour of the movie to where he's going to kill people and you'll be like, oh my gosh, it's not going to be as effective enough. They need two hours to build his character and his relationship with his no, son. No, I think that this movie they starts more off time. just like the comic, his dad is the world's greatest superhero. That's right. it. Like, that's he, not, I don't think that's all it needs, though. We need to fall in love with him. How many hours does Iron Man need to be on a screen for you to feel anything about him like Iron Man could be on the screen for a half hour and have like an awesome moment and then get killed a half hour later and you'd be like holy fuck Iron Man needed to be on the screen um, when I first saw the movie and he needed to go through what he went through in the first what 20 but you're not, you know, you're like not first hour be, of you're the not, movie you're not insanely connected to these characters that's not what it's about it's not like Nolan dying it's about these characters who are important in this world just being murdered like all these famous characters, like you see the, how how much they save the world and how they're the yeah. guardians of the world. I'm not world. saying you have to connect to the guardians. Yeah, you don't. That's what. That's but. But you have to connect to Nolan to understand will, how big of a, a deal movie. it is. You'll have a whole movie too. Not a whole movie. You're gonna. You're saying that that. Or I'm sorry, Ryan is saying that. Uh, I agree that they're going to die Nolan quickly. I agree. No, I and agree. And that you're going to know Nolan. Let's just edit edit, um, edit that more Nolan into your draft. Yeah, and, we'll and just, then bring it back to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Real quick before we get off of the story, because we're going to be wrapping up here. This is already super long. Um, the high school thing. Do you guys agree that, like, I feel like if they put him in high school or if they put him in college rather than high school, they have more freedom when it comes to casting Eve, Mark. It's just not necessary. Yeah, I agree. There's he's nothing special be, about high school. He's got to be in college. Yeah, there's nothing. And, and then you're fighting Spider-Man, which is now going to become an even bigger person you know in right. the in the movies in the movie theaters right. so invincible what makes invincible good is not the fact that he's a high school student no i mean you know that, was, I mean? Important. He that grows, was important early, early he grows he grows from from but i think that him having other responsibilities which is why i threw taking care of his mom in 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 that oh i, don't know. I see why you did that there um tj anything else story related that you want to talk about otherwise there's something else i want to talk about um i don't think so so moving on, The Walking Dead. Before The Walking Dead was a TV show, n- comparing that to where The Walking Dead is today, you walk into Target and there is an aisle of Walking Dead stuff. Bill, you don't even really watch the show anymore. Um, 
is this going to happen to Invincible? Yeah, this is what we yeah, talked we about at the beginning of this. Yeah, uh, I know. Absolutely. Uh, it's, is that okay? It's. Uh, <laughs> Bill, this is it okay that happened to Walking Dead? It's bittersweet because it's like we we want this for Invincible. We want to see live action stuff, but this is what comes along with it. So you yeah. kind of got to accept it. I don't want it. Like I said earlier, I don't want to see, you know, onesie footy pajamas at, at, at Hot Topic around Halloween. 100% it's going to happen. Yeah. It is going to happen. I Even if this movie doesn't blow up, the week the movie comes out, go to Hot Topic. You will know I will. I was right. Yeah, we all know that you're yeah. right. My, my thing is too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. I read the Walking Dead comic book now, and I'm less excited about it because I just see it all the time, like, in our world. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing that this has going for it is that in December or whatever, you know, less than a year from now, the comic will be over. This movie, the fame that comes with it, if it comes with it, will not affect what Invincible is and was, you know, it is contained. Like you can say, and there's an argument to be made that the Walking Dead comic has been changed because it became a show, whether that's true or not is up for debate. You can't say that about Invincible. I think that it has been, it will be you know, finished and done by the time the movie is out, which is exciting to me. I think that if it blows up and it is what we want it to be, and Could there's be more. So, there's spinoffs and yes, things yes, like no, 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 no. I'm talking about the oh. movies. I think that if there there is a franchise, I think that, and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. I think you guys might disagree with me, but I think Robert Kirkman will regret ending it because of the fact of Walking Dead. Walking Dead was way, way after Invincible, but all of a sudden, when it blew up, out of nowhere. Comics started, Walking Dead comics started coming out bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. It is money. It is a business. You know but what I mean? Always, He's here to make money. There's always reprinting the series. There's always continuing the series and spinoffs. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna make, they're gonna make mer- merchandise. We already mm-hmm. talked about I that, have, but there's no more story to tell. I have a direct comment and reply to what you just said about Robert Kirkman regretting ending the series. Robert Kirkman, part of the decision to end the series was because of the deal Oh, I agree. Movie. I agree. You think so? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I do too. Yeah, they wanted to end the series so they didn't run into the issue of yeah. there's a comic That's book going on yeah. with the That's movie going on at the same time. They want to confuse anything. I think he knew when he ended it that that, that it was. It was two years. Like it was two years yeah. ago that they made the deal, and it was probably a year ago that they decided to end the comic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it makes sense. He he. Talking about a movie, and then while you have the comic going on, you, you have like Universal had to have a say. Or Kirkman was like, you know what, we should end it because it's going to make more sense being a movie as opposed to a TV show. No, I, I agree. I agree that he probably knew when he ended it. Uh, he knew what he was doing. But um, I, this is a very negative comment, but I think it's a true comment that um, it blowing up and being a huge movie franchise is less likely to happen than it is to happen. Can you do you agree no, with that? Agree. You know what I mean. I, like I, I my yeah, expectations I, as far as this movie goes is I expect there to only be one. I'm not getting right. my hopes set up. With I that mean, being said, why not end it and get a movie out of it yeah. and then be be done be with it? You and know what I mean. But if it blows line, up it, into a franchise, yeah. I think he would regret it. Yeah, I disagree, Ryan. I think that that they're probably going to. Well, they plan for three movies or four or whatever it is. I think that there's absolutely going to be more than one. I think that no matter what, it's going to end somewhat cliffhangery um like you know it's gonna be like i see it being kind of like kick-ass i think the first one can do really well 
Um, I'm nervous about whether or not they'll do a second one or more. Of course, I want there to be a million of them. I want there to be a spinoff for Wolfman. I want there to be Tech Jacket. I want there to be, you know, 10 of these movies. I, um, I'm just not getting my hopes set up. Like that's, I'm just being cautiously optimistic. Um, uh, we were huge fans of Avatar The Last Airbender. We just don't want that to happen again. There's a difference between, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, there's a difference between different and bad. I'm okay with this movie straying. It is an adaptation. I'm okay with it straying from the comic here and there, making changes. That's acceptable. Don't go off the rails. Just but don't be stay bad. On, right. That's and not, no, 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 like don't be the bad. The last Airbender movie isn't. I don't like. And it. don't go off I don't the rails. Dis, I don't dislike the last Airbender movie because it's different. I don't like it because it's just not very good. It's bad. So, and that's what I'm afraid of. I'm okay if the Invincible movie is different and awesome. Do you, you remember know? thinking when M Night Shyamalan? Was like, oh, it's M Night Shyamalan directing this shit, and you, I mean, and his kids love it, and yeah. he, you know, I remember thinking, holy shit, they got M Night Shyamalan to fucking direct mm. an Avatar movie. But remember, like a year before it came out, we heard that he was changing the pronunciation of the names. Yeah, um, that's that's when things started, when things and, started then, and then so one thing when the that creators want, were like, well, we have nothing to do with the movie. One thing that I wish, uh, and I, I, I don't think it will happen because it never happens, but I wish this could just be different. Talk to the fans. Talk to people. Explain why they're doing the things you're doing. Like, if you're going to make a change, I'd like to know why. Like, give a reason. This is a very passionate fan base. I'd love to know, you know, why they're changing things. I'd like to see it being active on Twitter. I want to see, like, set photos. I want to see, you know, that kind of stuff. I think it'd be really cool. I think that's how everybody feels when, when something that they love yeah. gets adapted, especially, like, a book. Like, do you ever think this book would and be then, made into But something? it could be the complete opposite of that. Like, think it, like when we're talking about Last Airbender, I'm remembering something different with us. I remember looking at that trailer, watching it on your computer in your other room, and us freaking out mm -hmm. about it, thinking it looked amazing. That's we couldn't yeah. wait for it, yeah. despite yeah. the pronunciation change, oh, despite, know, like, we everything. Were... But then I look at Power Rangers. I thought Power Rangers was going to be terrible. The more I saw, the more I hate. The more I hated what I was what I was seeing. And then I saw the movie, and I was I was surprised. I wasn't like overthrown. Like it's not like the greatest movie of the year or anything. Mm -hmm. But I was I enjoy it. I enjoyed it, and I'm that's what I'm hoping that this. I'd rather you know. I don't know. I think that this could go either way. I think that we're very biased because we're very close to it. Yes, we're like yes. super close to. We have no like. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be something like Game of Thrones. That is vastly different than the books, or Harry Potter. They get vastly different, more and more different from the books as they go, but they're still beloved. They're still good. Game of Thrones is awesome. People that read the books tend to like the show, but they talk about they, they compare it to the you know the books. Everything but, that's 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 life. That's history. That's, that's the way the universe works. We're going to compare this. We're going to hate things about it. Mm -hmm. We're going to not like things about it that they change mm -hmm. for whatever reason. You're saying that you're hoping that that this is a big community, right? And Seth Rogen's like, this is why we changed this and. Well, and, it'd you know, be like, awesome, but I don't see it happening. Right. I don't think that's going to happen. One thing either. that I want to say, and uh, this, I mean, we're wrapping up here a little bit, but one thing I want to say is I'm already seeing a lot of people being kind of negative about it, um, that it can't be done. Uh, it should have been an animated. I think that it's okay to be, you know, cautious. I think we should err on the side of cautiously optimistic. This is an awesome opportunity for Invincible fans. I think that, um, you know, fans giving up on it before they see anything is bad for this because we're the fans we're the hardcore fan base we're the ones that are supposed to hold the writers and you know the directors the producers you know in this case those two uh accountable for this if we give up before the movie's even made before we even see anything before we hear anything then it's already a failure i mean if we're the ones that are saying yeah it doesn't matter then it's not going to matter like i think that you know 
fans should be optimistic. Cautiously There's a difference optimistic. between um, being opinionated and, and being negative. Yes, you, I, I can I can have an opinion that they're probably going to screw this up. You know, what I mean, like, yeah, like, but to say that, but that's, uh, that's not productive. Know, yeah, it's not. There's <laughs> nothing. There's there's nothing that's going. That's not going to make anything effective or mm-hmm. change anything. Uh, again, I think this is kind of my final question for both of you guys. Uh, when do you think this movie's coming out? We got. Uh, we won't even see a trailer for probably a year and a half. So we right now see, we are talking, and it is spring of 2017. My money was on, or in my mind, it was on spring 2020. Yeah. I agree. I think summer. I think. I think that a year from now we'll have a script and they'll maybe begin casting. No. Which will be spring twenty eighteen. No, year and a half or so, maybe after that, probably even more. They're gonna have everything. They're gonna have a script. They're gonna have casting. They're gonna have production like ready to start filming by the end of this year. Wow. By by the end of twenty seventeen. I just twenty eighteen is when they're gonna start filming. And then 2019, oh, early 2019, maybe summer 2019 is when that, we're going to see it. So you're saying that, one year difference. So yeah, we're saying yeah. 20. That's a big difference. That's 20, a big difference. One year. Yeah. Why are they going to wait? Why are they going to wait? Well, you're saying, to you're, start saying writing? Some, you're saying summer of 2019. We're saying spring of 2020. You're saying that it's going to take an entire year and a half to write a movie. I think that write? this is going to be in limbo. I think it's a, a I think it's an eight month difference. I don't. I. I. I, I mean, yeah. I agree with both yeah. of you. I guess. Yeah. Either way, I think. Um, I'd love, 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 love to know where they're at. That's um, what I, I was saying. Like, do they very, have a, a set script or? No, I don't know. Yeah, that's I mean. You're right. I want to know that question. I want, I want somebody to ask Kirkman. I hope we get an answer at Comic-Con or something like that. Is there even a script yet? They announced. Because if there's not a script yet, this is not going to come out till at least 2020. They announced a Batman movie before they even had a director right. yes, attached that, to it. And look at how wonderful that, that training wreck is ha- going right, right now. Right, but like, they, have, they have they put a it on writer. The back burner. They, this might get put on the back burner no, for some reason. No, they Just have, because they have a writer and a director does not mean anything. Why it doesn't not? mean anything. Why not? I, I I mean, it has to do with... There's so much more like, oh, we got a writer and director. I think this it's is It's happening. The they had a director for Batman. Is, they had a director for Batman. No, they don't. No, but this is all that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are going to be working on. This is it. You don't think I so? I disagree, too. No, they too. actually have a couple projects coming. Like, I think Future Men is a TV show they're working on now that's going to be on Hulu. They're going to be season two of Preachers. I mean, that's coming out soon. Like, They're producers on that. They're not, they're not going to continue. They wrote no, he wrote it. The first episode. Oh, yeah, I don't know He's how much writing it, though. Like, I mean, but he's a, par- he's a no, major he's part a of the producer. show. He's a producer. He's a major part of the show. He's working on other projects, basically. Right. This is not the only thing that they're but going this to be is, working this on. this is the main thing that they are working on. They wouldn't have announced wrong. it. If, I would love for it, it to be 2019. I just had my expectations set for 2020. So, so we'll do we want to place bets? Yeah. Specific bets? What month? Um, what, what? Okay, what quarter? What quarter and I'm what saying, year? I'm saying first quarter 2020. I'm agreeing. And we're going to... We're gonna, if Bill, if you're right, we're gonna buy I'm a pizza Q2. and we're gonna have a, a podcast episode where we eat pizza that we bought for you and we can't eat it. We have to watch you eat it. That's, if it comes out in summer of 2019, <laughs> yeah, up beyond. Uh, one other thing is that someone posted a uh, someone's posting that there are rumors going around that a certain Seth Rogen related character or uh, actor is bulking up for the role. No Who? way. Who? Jay nice. Baruchel. <gasps> Could you see a, a bulkier him this. playing? No, I thought of this, but he's got a very specific way of acting. He wouldn't acting he wise. He would not the, make a good. He usually mark. does the kind of like, Heath Ledger. 
He usually, I know, I know. He Come usually on. does the kind of awkwardy. What? He usually does kind of the more awkward kind of thing. Steve Harvey as uh. As Mark Grayson, I mean Heath Ledger did it. What you can't? I mean, no, come I on. don't think it's crazy. I don't think. It's I crazy. don't think that's crazy. I at all. think the look is there. I think the look can happen. I'd be concerned with the, his acting style. His acting, I can't. I can't see it. I think his voice is. Yeah, that. He, there's no way. Yeah, I, I that's don't what think. I mean, but that's a certain character that I feel like he puts off, and he can turn on. He and can off. turn like, it on. I don't. I haven't seen him turn that off in Hiccup. anything. Hiccup in, in Hiccup, How to he Train Your Dragon like Two. Him and How to Train Your Dragon Two. He sounds like Either, him. Not as much as the first he one. He sounds exactly like him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I, you know, this is going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Like, think holy of, shit, a think year of ago? when we're Think of when we're looking forward to a movie, and the week before it comes out, we're on Rotten Tomatoes. What does it get? What did it get? Oh what did gosh, it get? Oh, my gosh. This is going to be crazy. Like, a year ago, there was Invincible was an ongoing series that didn't have an action figure, and we were hoping that maybe it'd be a cartoon. Like, and now it's ending. In less than you know ten months or whatever, it we have action figures, we have like rumblings of a video game. We have rumblings. Skybound major... said they're working on a video game. They didn't officially say it. They he didn't. said we're working towards. Uh... We're that was over a year ago, and they're 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 toying with the idea. They have lots of you know rods in the fire. I just think... again, there's going to be everything. Yeah, there's going I to be just... video games. There's going to be books. There's going to be. They're you doubling know... down on Invincible, and this I is so exciting. Don't want to lose my passion for Invincible because so many things are coming out for it. Like The Walking Dead. I have a Walking Dead tattoo that I got while the comic was, you know, a big part of my life. And it still is, but it was before the show came out. And now I I could almost care less about it because it's just everywhere. It's Mm -hmm. everywhere. I want to make a promise. And I think that we should all, like, cut our fingers open and, and do a blood... Can we pretend that, to do that? Because I'm not going to do that. I mean, we could say that we're doing it on the podcast. No one can see. Right. Here, let me get this knife. Ooh, ouch, ouch. <laughs> Pull the pin out. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's put our fingers together, okay? And promise that I, we're not going to lose our passion over Invincible after this movie comes out. That's so hard. I, I can't see me doing that. I cannot see me losing my passion for Invincible. But I wish we could time travel and go talk to ourselves. We are going to time travel because in a, in two years we're going to listen back to this and that's boom, we what I was going to say. Because yeah. we've done because we've done this because the podcast and we were such a like I don't know. Uh, be, again, going back to kind of what you said, it's ending. Mm-hmm. So you're right. That we're is a, always uh, we're always. I don't think we're going to lose our passion for the comic because of we'll the fact that it's going comic. to end. Yes, and it's 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 going to be a complete series, and that's one of the most exciting things to me. Last Airbender movie we hated, but the, we could still watch. We love. The, I still the, love the, the show. The I watched it. On, awesome. I watched it on Netflix a couple months ago. And it ago. wasn't hurt. I mean, the name might have been hurt, but the animated. You're right show because still it ended. Works. Maybe I feel that way about Walking Dead because it's it's just, it's still going. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think it'll be fine. Uh, I think this is going to be a fun time travel. Uh, for us to go back and listen to, just like it was going back and listen to episode two of this we podcast. We were the first Invincible podcast. We were the first Invincible podcast. There's just so remember, there's so many Walking Dead ones. There's already podcasts out there that are people talking about the Invincible into a movie news. You know, like this I mean, is- if Skybound wants to like contact us and makes up make us the official Skybound Invincible podcast, like that would be. I, I don't think I'd say no to that. <laughs> All I, right. Remember how I just just to to talk about how crazy it was. How how much of a pipe dream was it when we were talking about a, a movie a year oh ago? I know. Did you even think what's funny is that I it was real? I disagree at with all? some of the stuff. Like if you go back and listen to episode two, I disagree with some of the stuff that I say. You know, because I just listened to it, and I'm curious to a year from now, are we going to have more information? Are we going to? Yes, we're going to have a trailer. I feel like we're going to have to do. You know what? We've already gotten a, a second one every year. The second week of April or third week of April or whatever it is, we're going to have an episode talking about the movie. 
until it comes out, after the movie comes out, we'll rewatch it and give us our thoughts. We'll listen to the past April episodes. That's a good this idea. Is, this is going to be our yearly Invincible movie. We're, but we're, but we're going to be talking about this movie for so a So there's going to be casting news. There's going to be, yeah. We're, we've got a lot to talk about. We this do. is so cool. This was a long episode. It was. Uh, very long. But not as long as New Reader Volume 9, out now. Um, <laughs> Remember, everybody, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. What do you think of all this? What would you put in the first movie? Who would you cast? All this stuff is going around now because Invincible is that new hot shit. Um, anything else, guys? Yeah, if you know Ed Harris, like personally, yeah, yeah. send him an email and send- tell him to read the comic. Yeah, he needs to. He needs right. to. Right, and so. Bella Thorne. I'm going to champion those um, two people. To Dave, be Franco. Dave Franco in the movie. Like, I agree this, with that, you. That, 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 I feel like that should happen. Like, come on, I Joe, know, uh, Seth Rogen. Come on, make it fucking happen. All right. So, uh, like Dave Franco. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Um, we're all over the place, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, Bill, TJ, thank you guys. Thank you. We're done. Bye. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>